due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. Hello. Oh, hello. You're all right. Come in. Yep. Just sit down. Welcome to Idle Matinee, episode number eighty-eight. This is the perfect 89. episode eighty-nine. This is the perfect episode to listen to if you're a new listener. And for ongoing listeners, wow, you've come back again. Uh, thanks. Right. So who's here today? It's me, Ben. And who else is here? There's a podcast coming. There's a podcast coming. It's me, Johnny Ribena. Bonsoir, Je m'appelle Grégoire. And Chris. Hey. So let's begin this week by talking about <laughs> what else? Football. We're going to play football. Soccer. Football. Soccer. Football. Soccer. All around the world. Football. Football. But well, we've, since, the last, since the last podcast, we were talking about how great we were against Germany. Okay, and then I said, well, I'm not sure. Look, we did well to beat Germany, and I wasn't sure, and I thought we might possibly go out against Ukraine. But then we played what I thought was the best I've, I've, the best I've ever seen England play, like the, the most perfect game, like where everyone played well. The goals mm. we scored as well. We scored early, but what, one of the, the goal where Sterling did the <clears> drag back out to Luke Shaw, then Shaw crosses it into Harry Kane. It was like a FIFA goal. It was, I was like, mm. wow. I did. I couldn't help myself but get excited because I was like, "Well, we beat the Germans, and we're now we're going to the semi-final." But for me, we played far better than we did in the last, like when we met Iceland or whatever. That's yeah, yeah. I, I didn't because everyone's getting all involved then, going, "Oh, he's done well, Southgate." And I was like, "No, it's the same shitty England with scrappy sort of wins." But against Ukraine, that was amazing. And for, did you bet on it as well? Did you say you bet on it? I did. Yeah, I got um, I got a five pound free bet, so I put it down for four nil. England and we went when it was on the 60th minute and we scored the third goal I was like oh, fuck and people were like what's the matter with you I was like it's happened too early <laughs> like thinking oh, another 30 minutes and we we've only got to score then. one goal yeah that's it but we didn't it was um it was smashing. By the time everyone listens to this podcast, England will be out of the Euros. Well, that's, that's, what, that's what we're saying. That's what I'm saying. We don't want to, like you said earlier, Chris. You don't like, let's not get ahead of ourselves to the football because I'm I'm not expecting to beat Italy after yesterday's performance. But then I'm not sure because I don't know whether they sort of. I wouldn't go into that too much. Cause it don't really matter. Like I said, I'd, by the time we listen, to it, it'll be over. So there's no point in. No, I don't think you no, grasped no, no, the you're, concept. You're, you're, you said they're going out to Italy. No, well, no. Even if they win, they won't be playing anymore. No, I don't think you. It's the final. Yeah, you did. You obviously didn't understand what I was saying. Those like he doesn't I'm, understand I'm, football. I'm talking about our progress up until now. I'm assuming we're going to go out against Italy. So this way we don't look like mugs. What so. do you mean go out? It's the final. I've been pessimistic all the way through, and it's got us this far. How yeah? can you go out? The worst you can do is come second. You can't go out. It's the final. Well, wait, sorry, whatever. Yeah, we lose. Yeah. Yes. So what, what I'm saying I can inject is, inject some optimism, though. I can inject some optimism. Well, no, you're optimi- you said we're going to beat Ukraine, and you're right. And uh, yeah. I, I said, like, oh, we'll probably lose to him. I said, probably. I didn't say, yeah. And I'm saying we'll probably lose to Italy. But I've said that all the way through. And so I'm going to keep saying it until we win everything. So what I reckon is, right, Italy, they've got um, such a well-drilled team. They've not lost in 33 games. They're a really impressive side. They've got their back four, know each other inside out, especially Ooh, the two centre-backs. Yeah, Bonucci and um, Cellini. However, they are aging. They are rigid uh, men. They are like, and you put our sprightly little wingers nipping around Absolutely. them. They won't like that. They won't like it up them. 
Do you know they won't like it up, and that's exactly what you know. That old boy who lives down the road, the the, the the big guy, the fat guy, he lives in the flats there. So I, I helped. Like the, we're mates now. I never used to speak to him, right? But the other week, right, for well, quite a few Did weeks you ago, you helped him get his trousers up. Uh, it's clo- close. To, well, no, so it was a bit like that. No, he he basically. He's he's a big guy and he's he's on benefits and all the rest of it. He can barely sort what of like move around. He, he, he had a fall, but he was fucked. He was like on his, but he was just on his knees. Improv. <laughs> <laughs> Improv that. I'll be the. I'll be him on the floor. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Can you help me get my trousers? Pretend to be. Did you smash his bedroom wall out with uh, a sledgehammer so he could get to the shop? No, no. I just wa- did he slip on gravy? <laughs> <laughs> did he have a little suck? Oh come on! All of that. the above. Does he sweat this though? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Of course. All fat people sweat. Do you lick the folds? Um, I always do. Yeah, I mean, he just wanted me to help him up by lick the. F- I was like, yeah, look, do you, do you want a little fold lick? I mean, they, they when you say help dirty. him up, do you mean help him get erect? Or yeah, help I was him like, stand yeah, up? It's like, I've had an erection in I don't know thirty oh, no. years. Let me go and put some makeup on. Let me go and put some oh. makeup on. And I'll come back. Yeah. So do you think the bis- <laughs> do you think the Bisto's kids all these years have just been floating towards a really fat bloke? But anyway, I was t- this guy, <laughs> he, he, <laughs> I was walking past. He just had a slip and he was on his knee. And he goes, oh, he couldn't help me. He was fucked. He was. He, was good. he goes, I would have died if you hadn't helped me up. He didn't quite say that, but he was really grateful for my help and I was like okay and all I did was just let him hold my arm and he was like Ugh! and he was a heavy guy and I was like okay and but it made his all that e- working out was worth it yeah ever since yeah, then yeah he strong ever since then every, when he's out there he's like you're right and he's, he's, he's loved me for it but anyway I bet you wish I'd done it now they oh, should have you they should have you in ambulances just in case that's what you're turning up to if we yeah. can get a Greg <laughs> you're not one of those disability handles you're having like toilets you're a task rabbit but anyway, this is football G-Dog, related. The disability handle. Is this football related? This is football related. So when got... I walked past early, him earlier, he's like, "I was like, all right, mate." Because we would say all right to each other now since I helped him. And he goes, and he goes, "Oh, you watch?" He goes, "We watch. You watch football?" I was like, "Yeah, of course I did." I was like, "Come yeah. watch with me, boy." <laughs> I got some donuts. <laughs> Come and lick my folds whilst we watch football. Um, no, I was like, "No, I can't lick your folds while we watch football." Do you like, like, what does my armpit look like from the back? <laughs> what does my armpit look like, guys? He's a not. He's it's a, all yours. He's a nice guy. Um, but anyway, he goes. I go. I go, yeah, we did all right, but I'm like, I don't know, I don't fancy our chances. You know, we did well to get to get there. If we lose to the Italians, and he goes, don't, they're slow though. He goes, they're slow, and I was like, you got a good point. You're right. I should, I've got to stop being so pessimistic. A bit like you, mate. As I said, yeah. if we look, as look it, who's it, talking. I'm going to be pessimistic. Just so we're covering it in the podcast. So when next week, the inevitable, we're going to have to talk about it one way or the other. Yeah. yeah if, it Italy, do, if Italy do win, you're going to give him a two footed tackle to teach him a lesson. What? The old boy. Oh boy, knock him over again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember him? <laughs> um, We're just talking about him. Fullbacks, their fullbacks stay in position as well. <laughs> I thought you were talking about an actual footballer. I was, like, oh. I was just saying their fullbacks will stay back as well. They won't be marauding and going forward. No, that's what um, yeah. that's what Denmark was doing the other day. So Denmark have got an interesting pair of fullbacks. They're both very attacking. And one of them is actually, I think he plays on the left, but he's right-footed, which is really unusual yeah. for... Or he plays on the right and he's left footed. So he always comes in. And when he comes in, that's when the overlap was happening and causing us a bit of problem. But then he moved Declan Rice over and it just neutralised them. So they're not going to have... Italy haven't got that. 
but they've got some brilliant forwards yeah. and their midfielders are technically yes. a lot the, classier they're, they're than one of those teams on it, Italy that just always scrape through on a strong defence and then just the odd cheeky fucking counter strike they're always the, the one nil team aren't they so Italy never yeah. like fucking do anyone like well they started the campaign two, they started their campaign with three nil didn't they oh, they were no, saying yes. this is a new yeah. Italy and yeah, all yeah, that yeah. exactly that's the most they've ever fucking nothing, scored a couple of my observations on the football is number one looking at all the England fans in the, in the arena and there's nothing I like more than looking at the England fans when we think they're losing and looking at all their miserable faces and they also <laughs> look like there's been an experiment that's gone wrong in Weatherspoons and one of the beer barrels has gone toxic and turned into human beings and they've all walked into a football pitch to watch a game <laughs> and the other thing about England football fans is or England people that talk football is I, heard, I overheard a conversation today right and even Greg did this the other day when we were watching the Denmark game he said something about one of the guys was on the pitch goes oh you shouldn't have played him on there who was it and you go and he was wrong and then he did something later on really good uh, Saka yeah you go oh Saka you shouldn't have done him there but I was right because he was substituted but I then, said, I said let, me finish my point. let me finish my point alright okay that's Saka that's all I needed Greg just the name that's it you can talk in a minute so these guys were sat in this like cafe talking right and they were talking about Southgate and I overheard him he was going no he should play this guy here no no he should move him there and he should do that and you think guys right so Gareth Southgate's got us all the way to the semi-finals do you really think the it final? needs your fucking armchair pundit shit the now the second most successful like, England manager yeah. of all and time and it needs you to say no he should play him no he should move him there like fuck it, off yeah. you fucking okay, idiots let's not do any more movie reviews Oh, hey? wait a minute, you've got a good point Let's there. not do any more yeah. movies. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. you got you there. Ah, you mugs. Because Barry doesn't, Barry doesn't, he's got no interest in football at all, so he doesn't get that part of the game. He doesn't get like, oh, we should do that. To be fair, I don't, I don't talk that much about, I would, at the moment though, because we're doing that well, I sort of agree with Barry that, I don't think you really need to fucking... Like, yeah, that's what you, I mean, because we're doing yeah, well. After the Ukraine game, yeah. what, how, why would you say, oh, I reckon you should do this? I'm like, no, don't change fucking anything, because it was the best game I've ever seen. Surely anything Southgate does, you would say, he's, even if we lose now, you would say, he well, knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. He's done a good job. No, any fucking armchair pundit is going to say, oh, well, we could have done that. If we lose, if, if we lose, yeah, then there's always going to be why did we lose and you're going to be that's the thing if we're winning if you're winning there's no there is people, no argument people would right. always complain look people complained that the BBC showed that player having a heart attack and it was like it's live it's it's not happening now and that was good that that came to an end as well because like the, I'm the glad about the Denmark oh, he thing dead? Uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it's come to an end he's I'm finally he's dead. dead they're not fucking going on about it they're out of the World Cup have we got any dead. more football got, chat World Cup Euro or not hey? have we got any more football we are chat talking about now. I know but it's boring isn't no, it I was halfway through making a point <laughs> I can't remember what I was saying. I was about you were saying about the bloke having a heart attack. Because yeah, basically, the whole Denmark, their whole campaign has been based on the fact that one of their players wasn't fit enough in the first place to play football and had a heart attack. And then they're like, <laughs> oh, right. And then, oh, let's uh, champion. Like, oh, we should win now. We deserve to win. It's a shame you Everyone else give up because our player had a heart attack at the beginning. He's not Greg, good it's enough. A, it's a shame you weren't there. You could have helped him up. Yeah, he would have, Greg would have just gone over and picked him up. Yeah, I, did, I noticed in the last game, England came out and they committed three quite heinous fouls in the first minute and the commentators were saying yeah they're really making their mark on the pitch no, like, no Maguire got carded for, and he didn't fucking do fuck all no in the first minute in the first minute yeah I just noticed the slight bias but I can understand it when, when it's England playing yeah, well, yeah I'm just glad that, that, no, was, that was the result that we got right that was the, the sort of victory that I'm used to us like just clawing through yeah. uh, to get like, yeah, that, that was the plucky. That was the plucky thing that we had. To, I mean, before we've, it's been yeah. pretty easy for us, apart from yeah, giving a point to the, the, yeah. the Scots. I got a question for you. 
What do you football? But you're real football boys in football. Chris more so than you. Well, but, he's, uh, he's more. What do you think of scummy little bastards like team. me that aren't really into football at all? And then when England start doing well in the last bit, we're all like, "Yeah, I'm watching it. Yeah, it. England." I like the fact that people who aren't normally what into about football. Chris, what does he think? Watch it. I'm oh, sorry. The game. I thought he said. You, I, thought, I thought he said you boys. Both of you. Yeah. But Chris is the main football guy, so I was, asking him, whoa, 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 whoa. I was asking him first. I've never, pl- I've never played Wembley doubles or singles with Chris. So I'm not sure he's the main guy. He may have a few stats on him, but I'm not sure of his footballing prowess. He knows more about football than you do. <laughs> he, he does. He knows more about the Premiership. I'd and love all to hear him speak. I don't really like football. No, I just, I I just I'm like going to let Chris speak again now. I think no, he said that. I don't actually like football. I, I just like shouting. <laughs> I know you do, Johnny. No trials for Rochdale. <laughs> okay. Well then. Uh, he does know. Yeah, he's, I've never had trials for anyone. Prince and Stanley. <laughs> I reckon I Southgate. I reckon oh. Southgate should play Kane up back. <laughs> <laughs> up your back. I'm oh, sure he should play Kane on the right. Anyway, that's the end of the football chat for this week. Good football talk. So, uh, Greg, you had a funny story this week. Uh, a dentist tale. Do you want to tell that story? <laughs> I mean, it's it's not funny, but I. I find it quite funny now on, in hindsight, especially since I've been to the dentist because it's not quite how we thought initially. Anyway, I phoned up the dentist. I've got a problem with my tooth. I've got a cracked tooth, which and it's it's weird, which I found out now and I know why it's been hurting. I've thought like, oh, it's it's got really bad. It's one of the ones, you know, when you get pain in your tooth and you just go, right, well, that hurts a bit. Every now and again, something I'd eat, it would go, ooh, and I'd just get a jabbing pain and this tooth, one of the molars, one of the ones at the back. And I was like, well, it doesn't happen all the time. It's just every now and again, I'll eat something hard and go, ooh. And I'm like, well, that's not really worth going to the dentist about. So I've ignored it, but it's just gradually got, like, just slowly got worse. So, like, it just happens more frequently. It's like, ooh, the ooh gets a bit nearer each time. Anyway. How does it go? Ooh. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. 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 But now I've, re- I've realised it's like, like Frank oh, Spencer. Yeah, now I've realised it's cold stuff, hot stuff, and and more often when I'm chewing. So and the like, guy you help pick up. Yeah, and the guy that I, the have fat you, guy. Have you it. tried chewing tinfoil? That would t- that would test it. Yeah. Take the edge off. Um, <laughs> anyway, Greg, so, you're a funny guy. Anyway, this is so, cracking. This joke, Chris, you wait anyway, to hear this. This is yeah. fucking cracking. What <laughs> you did? You saved it for the brown bear. No, it's more funny than the, the thing afterwards. Like, build up the funny. Build up to it. Yeah. No, it's just it's just more interesting. The conversation I've had since then. Uh, so. I, I was like, right, it's time for the dentist. Instead of going to the posh tring one where I got my teeth filed down, because I was like, right, because for cosmetic stuff, I thought I'll go to this, my old tring dentist because I know they're more well known for doing that. Uh, the local dentist is only the NHS one where I get all the freebies. They've only just started doing uh, cosmetic stuff fairly recently. So I thought in my head, I was like, they might not be that good at it. And this is a new thing to them. And they're just trying it out and they'll fuck it up. So I paid for money to get my cosmetic shit done. But now I was like, right, I need some actual, just normal shit doing, checking out. I'll go NHS and blag it. Um, so yeah, phone up Cambridge Street. I was like, right, can I have an emergency fill in? Because this thing's causing me problems now, like way more. And she says, yeah, I've got an appointment free at 2.30. And I was like, wow. And so I've never had an actual dentist appointment at, 2.30 and everyone knows the joke well, it's ch- it, the joke's a bit racist isn't it it's Chinese dentist I was going to get there I was yeah, waiting yeah. for you it's to like, oh, talk- when's the Chinese dentist it's was she Chinese and it's like because well, oh, 2.30 but it's not it, it's gone past the racist bit now hasn't it it's just a, a thing Tooth, 2.30 no it's still there well, yeah okay well forget about that bit 
and two thirty. But I said to the, the woman, so I was like, "Oh, that's what an appropriate time." If she works at a dentist, every day there will be an appointment at two thirty. So the amount of times it only just dawned on me. It, it's daily she hears a joke. It's not like every now and again. It could be another time as well because she. It could potentially be daily she hears that joke. If it was two thirty-two, you could say my two thirty-two. But the. But the but Jesus the, um, Christ, Johnny, please. I, I actually like that one. That's staying in. Um, <laughs> but when I got there, right, so, but when I spoke to on the phone, she was like, it's, she wasn't amused, but like, everyone posted like, oh, like uh, Crow on the group was like, and she didn't sound like that amused or whatever. And, it, and uh, Crow posted, oh, lucky, you should, should have said, lucky you work at a dentist, you fucking stupid bitch, because I'm going to smash all your teeth out when I fucking come in, you humanist cunt. I was like, well, that's a bit, it was that's, funny. That's quite aggressive. Well, yeah, because obviously I'm not going to mm. do that, but... The thing is, when when I got in there, she wasn't like that at all. And you did do that. No, when I got there, was she when, Chinese? No, when I got there, it that would have been hilarious. Up, right? I got there five minutes before my appointment, and I was like, "Oh, it's Greg Hicks. I've come for uh, whatever my filling thing." And then the woman came. And she goes, "Oh, yeah, just wait on the street. Everyone's just waiting out on the street, outside your house, basically." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, so I, I did that. I was just sat on the, the curb, and the woman came out. Uh, the, one of the the dentist ladies, the, the assistants, whatever. She came out and was like, uh, "Miss Dixon, yeah, no, no, you've got it wrong. It's not. T- it's not two thirty. I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Why did I do the whole joke thing? I, I, I even said like, I posted on my mate's WhatsApp group. I, was, I said about I made the joke to her, and then did, 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 we, we were in debate. You told her like, that. What? No, yeah, basically, I was like, and I just walked away in dismay, going like, but it was two thirty. We made a joke about it. When that was can't it? be wrong. It was like five to three. No, no, what? No, yeah, no, that's not even funny. That's no, not funny. No, it's bullshit. That's no, it's bullshit. No, I was like, and I just walked around the car. I was like, what am I going to do for twenty-five minutes? I've locked my bike up. Well, I'm not going to fucking cycle home. I'm not going to cycle home for twenty minutes. And I, there's no shops to walk around. There's shit walking around shops anyway. You got to put a fucking mask on. So anyway, I just walked up to the, the bong shop around the corner. The you know the uh, Una's the yeah. news agent where they sell bongs. I was like, oh, I'll just eye up a, a travel bong. I'm going to Glasgow and in, in October. <laughs> bong travel bong. They sell bongs, poppers. They sell bongs, poppers, and one copy of Playboy. Yeah. No, they got those, those like, electronic scales as well. But yeah, it turns out they've got like um, these telescopic bongs in there. I was like, oh, maybe I will. But anyway, uh, as I was getting out of the shop, after I'd looked at the telescopic bongs, which took all of a minute, I walked back out and to walk back around to the dentist. Then I got a phone call. I was like, "Sorry, Mister Hickson. So yes, you were at two thirty. I was like, "Fucking hell, yeah! Thank Jesus. God!" I was like, that, all that banter earlier, like gaslighting you, yeah, gaslighting by, 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 by the dentist. Cheeky little gaslight. But anyway, I went because see- you made that joke. They're fucking with you. The, the, yeah, it was yeah. the Irish bird that I spoke to. It turns out I do I fancy her, the bird that on the, the desk, and then we oh, had a little bit more banter on yeah. that. And um yeah. So you get a number for date on Friday. Oh yeah, really? So, no. Well done, mate. Really? Did you no, say she knows you've got halitosis and bad right. teeth? <laughs> it's just a feeling, there's nothing wrong with my breath. <laughs> <laughs> A wonderful story about the dentist. That was a great ch- great tale of dentistry there. So it turns out but oh just to tell you what was wrong with my tooth. So yeah, it turns out it's got a crack in it. And when I eat it's the pain I'm feeling. It's when you don't feel it when you're biting down because the, the crack goes together and the nerves is, cle- is sealed off. Then when I release, the crack opens and then you feel that then the nerves go, Ugh, and that's why I'm getting, it's a nerve thing. That's why I'm feeling the pain from the cold. You're and getting the on your own nerves. But yeah, it's a crack tooth, but she, she didn't have the drill to fucking do the job. So okay. I've got to go back in three weeks. She? What, a lady dentist? It was a lady dentist. I can't wait to hear what happens next. My new lady dentist. Stay she's tuned gonna, in three weeks So time. a lady dentist is going to fill your crack. So hopefully. <laughs> she's going to milk the prostate. 
So the stag party can be traced all the way back to ancient Greece. Nice. While modern stags aren't too far away in Sofia, it was in Sparta, where the night before a wedding was a celebration of a man by his military comrades. They would enjoy a feast and toast to the end of his youth and continue commitment to the cause. So that is the stag do. And one of us has been on a stag do. And I love stag stories. Tell us about the stag do, Chris. All about it. Okay. Every detail. So we, um, and we I, will be silent. I mean, what, the first rule of stag is what goes on the stag stays on the stag. Obviously. But All right, next I, subject. I, I think there's there's elements which I can I can I can tell you. For instance, like we got on it was it was really difficult for the um, the what do you call the best there was two best men the best men to like arrange it because everything just kept getting cancelled. So got on a minibus. Actually, it's only a couple of hours up to Nottingham where we went. And um, I think I drank something about 10 to 12 beers in that couple of hours. Geezer! So I got off. No, my Hawaiian shirt, I looked like Mr. Bump because I was so distended. But it was sort of being... My abdomen was like right out there. um, Like a sort of horizontal camel. Did your belly button um, look like a tennis ball? It it was started poking out, yeah, yeah. It was um, that was pretty sort of standard stuff. Did booze. you just say you drank them on a coach? Twelve beers. I drank. Yeah. Wow, you must have been wasted. Are you wasted after twelve beers? Are you you all right? No, I was fine. I was Session fine. beers. Okay. But did you did you need a pee pee? Did you have to do a pee pee stop? I'm I'm really weird in so much that um, and this will feed into what happened later. I actually can retain a lot of fluid for a long time. And, um, <laughs> like a camel. Like so, Greg's yeah, exactly mate, like Greg's like mate up the road. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, but not on my legs. Um, so got there, carried on the beers, as you imagine, standard sort of stuff. Then we went to um, went to like Hooters and went back to the hotel. That's when I realised I'd forgotten my toothbrush because you all have electric toothbrushes. I put it on the side to charge it. Forgot to pick it up. I was going to say with uh, with the COVID and that at Hooters, do the waitresses still give you soapy titwanks? It was all standard. It was standard. It was like COVID didn't exist. In are you, are you it was trying to tell us like the biggest thing that happened on the stag do is you didn't clean your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did clean the teeth because what I did is I took a toothbrush. Crazy. My friend, my uh, the mate who I was sharing a room with, Dan, Dan, the feedback man. Oh yeah, he. He had um, a spare toothbrush, and he goes, this is my travel toothbrush. I've only used it twice, and I was like, oh, fucking hell. I was like, okay, so then I just put it in the kettle and boiled the kettle. He's only he's only used, he's only ever used it twice, once on his teeth. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> once on his arsehole. And then, um, so then we went, uh, went out clubbing. Um, it was the shittest club experience in the world. It's just a word. <laughs> it was because you got in there, and you all had to stay to your designated tables of no more than four people. You couldn't order drinks. You had to do it on your app, which sounds fun, but it, it doesn't really work at a stag. You couldn't dance. There was a dance floor with smoke on it and music, and you weren't. If you stood up, you got ejected. <laughs> and eventually, we got moved upstairs, and there's like plastic divides between the tables, so you can't talk to anyone. And they were like, no intermingling, get out. And after like a couple of hours of this, I got, I was like, fuck this. And I went and left. That's when I found out I hadn't had a piss since I'd left Cambridge. And it was now, we left Cambridge about 10 o'clock in the morning. And this was now about half 11. And I really needed a piss. 
and I was in the middle of Nottingham and I was like trying to find somewhere for a piss, couldn't find it. Spoke to these couple of homeless guys, you know, which way is it to go back to my hotel? And they were going, don't go down that way. It's all shut off because the roadworks don't go this way. I ignored their advice, thinking, what do they know? Went down there. They were right. And I ended up having to go back. And then that's when I realized this wasn't just a piss. Um, and I had to go for a shit in the street. And the whole time I was like, oh, this is terrible. Because if I get caught, this will be like, oh, this is not good. Um so I did it. I tried to be as discreet as I was, but I did just look like a man doing a shit in the street. And all I could, then when I was doing it, it was like, oh, the release of it coming out. And then I looked up and I was like, oh no. And there's CCTV, like just at me, you see the flickering red light. And so I just started mouthing, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because I was thinking, at least if I show some humility and a bit of contrition, they're going to like, Go a bit easier. You're going to be a meme. You're going to be one of those because you know you get those ones with guys doing shits in lifts or shit when they get locked into a bank thing or whatever, and they like oh, and they. You're, oh, you're going to be one of them. Did you? Yeah. So uh, hopefully, did you lay just just lay cable or did you do a Mister Whippy? And were you pissing at the same time? Were you always? I didn't always, piss at the same time. Well, you, but you, you always piss, piss though, don't you? you? You can't poo without piss. I a bit of I piss comes out it. eventually. It was it was like a balloon. I was holding like the foreskin while I was building up pressure because I just didn't... And I, it was too dark for me to look what, what what style it came out in. I just did it. And then I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to... There's no plants here because I'm in the street. I had to go full Hulk and just rip my boxes off, <laughs> rip them off, wipe them up. <laughs> Johnny? Could you not use the force of your piss like a sort of makeshift B-Day? What up my own ass? <laughs> yeah, that's that's in yeah. the dark. I don't think Johnny's ever had a shit in the street, like in desperate times. He's asking some <laughs> stupid weird, fucking questions. No, 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 like no, the first thing he's asking is, do you know what the shit looked like? Like you're desperate, like oh no. Because I mean, if you're squatting doing a poo, you, were you doing you like piss? Yeah, that made sense. He could piss up his own asshole and clean his his asshole out with a really powerful piss. That if makes he, sense. If it's eleven hours. Uh, also, if you're squatting down like a sumo wrestler, you could walk forward and like make sure you're not your your poo's going away from you and not on your train. But I didn't. What I did do was I, I wiped my ass from these torn up box shreds of box shorts, threw them away, then quickly pulled my trousers out, walking <laughs> away. And I was like, I've got away with this. I have got away with this. I was like, now just check on my phone. And I was like, I've got hardly any battery, but I roughly know where the hotel is. Brilliant. Heading towards the hotel. Wiped my nose like that and looked, and I had shit all up the back of my head <laughs> and up my arm. And I was like, oh, you no. You did so, like, wiping it on buildings and, like, hand railings all the way back to the hotel. Johnny? I was just wondering if we could just add up the amount of crimes you've committed already. So, like, pissing in the street is a crime, shitting, exposing yourself, then littering with your shitty knickers, and then I'm sure rubbing shit on the walls could be considered graffiti. I've got a quick question about it. Um, you know when you woke up in the morning, did you get back and have a shower, or did you just go to bed? And if you if you so... Well, I think we're getting to that point no, in the no, story no, now, naturally. No, no, you skipped way ahead. You oh, skipped okay, way ahead. there's more. Sorry, so, mate. Like, that's all right. So I then, I realised this and I was like, I oh, didn't get away so easily after all, you fucking idiot. Went back to the hotel. Outside the hotel, there was a few lads out there having a smoke and a drink who weren't people who I, I didn't know all of them. So I was like, you're right, guys, you're right, and walked past them and then walked into the hotel. That's when I realised, like, because of the field I work in, like, loads of these sort of hotels, like the Jury's in, Travel Lodges and that, have been getting used for housing homeless people through the 
COVID thing. And as I walked in, the security guard went, you all right? I was like, yeah, I am, mate. I put my mask on. And then he, when I was waiting for the lift, I could feel him stood behind me. And I was turning around going, you all right? He's going, I am. Yeah, I'm all right. And I was like, what the fuck is the matter with this guy? Got in the lift. He got in and he kept pressing the door to open again. Ding, ding. Every time I was closing it. And I was just like, is he trying to provoke me into saying a wine? So I ignored him. Eventually got up to my floor. When I came out my floor, went straight down. I went straight in, had a bath, washed myself completely, changed my clothes, put on a pair of boxer shorts, went downstairs, met some friends and blah, 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 blah. Um, woke up in the morning, loads of photos of me naked on my bed with people in various poses around me. There's a lot... <laughs> Some of the guys, I'd say about a third of the guys that went were rugby guys. Oh, so, oh every now and again, you're lucky. Oh, you're fucking, mate. you're lucky. Your arsehole's intact. You're lucky you haven't you had lost well, your man virginity, drunk fucking two pints far of cum, piss, you're up the arsehole. shit like yeah, molten shit. And then they were just like, yeah, but you're in your room, like just chilling out. And then they'd run in and like throw the. They went, which bed's Dan's? I went that one. They went, okay, empty the kettle on the bed, threw tea and coffee everywhere, and went out. I was like, I oh, see ya. Anyway, so I'm now one pair of boxer shorts down and I'm just one day into the thing. The next day, I was um, brushing my teeth in a really nice pair of boxer shorts, got to say, 50 quid pair of boxer shorts, the most expensive pair of boxer shorts I've got. Brushing my teeth, what happens? They all run in, rip my boxer shorts to shreds. <laughs> I'll send you a photo of what happened. Stripped it to shreds and then these shreds of these boxer shorts ended up in people's drinks like later on like when you're drinking the boxer shorts got dropped in there and stuff anyway so lots of drinking and then um football got got to so we were looking for different bars and pubs to watch football and we wanted to go um someone with a beer garden basically because then at least we could mingle on the tables and sit outside and we found a place um really sound funny as anything the women in um Nottingham they were coming up and approaching us. So which one are you single it's, then? It's, are you all married? Well, it's not, I've heard from someone that it's fucking three to one or whatever. The yeah, yeah, that's the old, uh, that's yeah, the old yeah. cliche. That's, yeah, that's the meant, meant to be one yeah. of them. Yeah, they were like, they were chatting us up. They were like, um, it, it, at choice. one point my mate Rene came over, he was going, oh, we just need to get away from that bird. Look at her. I feel like she's stripping me with her eyes. And uh, these are all people that, if we had gone back like 10 years or so, were just dirt bags. But like, no, they've got kids and stuff now, and they're like, "Oh, this is just uncomfortable, isn't it?" And it, you know, real men. Um, and, but something that was really interesting was, um, so they had the bar at the back where we were getting served from, and then you go through the toilets, and everyone's wearing masks there, apart from like the door staff, which fucking says something, doesn't it? And then there's a <laughs> saloon bar, at, saloon bar at the front, which no one was wearing masks in, and. As we were watching the game, this um, we were all st- stood there, and my mate um, has he was had his blue England shirt on, you know the Nike one. It's really nice actually, and we're all admiring what a nice England shirt it was, and making chit chat about it. And he goes, "Yeah, you know, this was meant to cost me ninety quid, but then I went online, I found it for fifty five. You know, um, once it was posted, it was." Cost seventy, but it's still cheaper and it's nice. And we were like, yeah, yeah, nice. And then go, would we actually pay the same amount? I don't know. For but really nice shirt. Anyway, this geezer comes outside and he stood talking to us. And then he's next to my mate and he's got exactly the same shirt on. And we went, um, that's a that's a nice shirt. You're like a shirt buddies, shirt brothers. 
And he went, oh, this? He was like, yeah, yeah, how much did you pay for it? He went, oh, 15 quid. He goes, I'm not a mug. I'm not going to pay 70 quid. He was going, like yours, yours is a copy as well. He was like, no, it's not. And he was like, yeah, no, it's exactly the same. Look, you can tell it's a copy because of this and this. And this bloke, he was just so fucking crestfallen. But So that was quite an amusing thing that happened to him. But then this guy turned out to be an anti-vaxxer. Obviously, he was from the yes, front side. Nice. Uh, now we're talking. Now we're getting somewhere. And, and then they were talking to us about, um, he was saying how it's all bollocks and told me, told us about three different, um, like, conspiracy theories, things that he believed in. So um, there's one which we might well, – it's not really conspiracy theories. It's just maybe a bit chit-chat, maybe like – so one which I might have already mentioned before, I mean, but I remember this being floated around in conversation. It was about a certain – the biggest, heftiest member of the Bradley Walsh's chase – Whenever he goes to hotels, the beast. He, because he's so allegedly, because he's so big, he can't shit on the toilets, so he always shits in the bath. But <laughs> he doesn't wash it away, so he might be there for the whole weekend, and it'll be full of the bath will be full of tods like, and um, toilet paper. But the other thing about that that also means he's not washing himself in the bath. Is it? If he's got <laughs> yeah. a weekend full of Todd's there, he's not showered. He shows um, his head in the system of the toilet. At least he doesn't fucking do it in the street. Washes. What What would happen? What would happen if he? <laughs> yeah, what would happen if he up. had? If he had a fall and Greg wasn't there? <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll leg him to his feet. Poor he call up. Have you got a hotel, Greg? Um, <laughs> number two was, and this is maybe most controversial. So I'll try and keep it. So he he spoke about um, this guy went out with on the piss with a policeman, and after about eight drinks, this policeman started talking, and this policeman worked on a certain high profile um, abduction case that occurred in P- in Portugal, and he then spilt the beans over what he thought had allegedly really happened there. And it was that the parents were swingers. Um, so they sedated the children. And then there was an accident. And the evidence, the main contributing evidence that he provided for this. Johnny? I was just going to say, did they spill the beans over their own kids? Sorry? <laughs> yeah, you would be. All right, carry on, carry on. <laughs> okay. Um was he said that the parents at one point they went, they separated from each other for three hours and had no communication and came back and he said that was when one of them was disposing of said alleged abduction thirdly that not only was COVID a um, complete conspiracy about controlling us it, it never stood up to any questioning or probing though when you go well why would they do that why would they inflict economic suicide on their own because like, god why, did, he, did he start quoting the bible then because that's usually what flat earthers do isn't Brexit. it that's usually, usually flat earthers go 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 bible then but yeah so he didn't, he didn't even do that he didn't even quote any script, scripture at you because that's no, usually well, no, he'd, he'd, he'd quote stuff to us but he didn't every time we put him under questioning he'd be like slippery and avoid it he wouldn't did he tell you to do your own research? Was, he, At any point, did he tell you to do it? The thing about the COVID 
was he said it only operates at a certain height, which is why kids don't get it. And if you go to certain nightclubs, you won't be allowed to stand up. They'll make you sit down at the table, which I thought was quite funny. Yeah. Well, the, the, well it was true, wasn't it? That ties in. It was true. Um, but the, what I'm worried, though, because I've got stag do coming up in, but it's not till October. And that's what I've, I've been fearing, the same thing. I was like, that's why I was quite interested to hear what it was actually like to go and try and do something. Like, cause we, we, we've done a stag do. We've done two. Well, no, we've done one stag do during lockdown. And it was basically a carbon copy of the, the previous stag do that we went to. Yeah. Um, but not quite as. But to be fair, it was it was exactly the same. Because apart from going to the, the, the pub afterwards that we went to in London, which was pointless, where everyone just fucking ended up doing coke on the street and like rolling around like <laughs> just on the floor. And like, yeah. It's better idiot. than shitting, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that, that kind of happened. Uh, um, yeah, our, our stag do. Well, they organised some games and stuff like that as well. I've well, got, no, because you were there for our one when we did the rafting and everything. So yeah, for 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 Gary's, which was the same as Jay's, but the only difference was, to be fair, that didn't really affect that. Um, oh no, was the, was it lockdown then? No, that was it was during lockdown. It was in between. Yeah, lockdown, it was yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we went to the Bell, didn't we? Locally in town, we came back from London, and then we went to a pub here, and then we came back to, to mine. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking, yeah, so this one, we're going to Glasgow. And like, I chose this place when we, we were like, right, we're talking about going abroad. Oh, can I say something about it before you even begin? Yeah. The Glasgow thing, this is quite funny, yeah? So Greg said he was going to Glasgow and he's around next door in my house. Let me tell this one, yeah, right? So Greg is sitting next door with me, right? And he goes, oh, I'm going to Glasgow. And he goes, he said something about it. He goes, oh, I, was, I go, oh God, that's going to take a while to get there or something like that. And he goes, no, it takes about two hours. I go, who told you that? He goes, oh, Tony down the road told me by that. Goes, yeah, by it takes rocket. two hours. Tony's Scottish, by the way. And so- I was going, no, it don't. It, I've been there. I've driven there. It takes, it takes fucking about nine, eight hours. I know to drive. Goes, no, it takes about four hours. Like Crow said, it takes about four hours. I'm like, no, mate. It, on the yeah, train, it takes flies. fucking ages. No, no, no. Like, no it takes no, no, four hours story right. to get to Wales. Train, we're talking about trains So it's going to take about nine hours on the train. I, I Googled it and I looked at it and I was going, look, Tony, here you go, look. It takes 10 hours, look. And he did not want to believe it. He was like, no, I can't believe it. No, what am I going to do for 10 hours on a train? No, it's two hours. I'm going to believe it's two hours. Anyway, yeah. Well, it's not on. one train anyway. You have to change your, about three times. The issue is with Tony, not me, right? So I, in my head, I was, I thought, like, you get fast trains. And I'm sure I heard someone before, like, yeah, it doesn't take that long to get to, not to in Glasgow. This country. If you get a train straight there, like HS2. a bullet train, no traffic, straight there, you can go faster than cars. So in my head, I was like, yeah, straight there, three what? hours. Where are you going to get the bullet train? Train from, J- bullet know, train from Japan? Japan? Yeah, all the way to the <laughs> Obviously, there's nothing like it. I thought your standard like speedy train, whatever they are in England, you do get fast, faster trains. You get them ones that zip by that don't stop at the station, don't you? You go, oh, that's mm, the express or whatever. You do. You get in the city one two five. Yeah. <laughs> you, do, you get. You see them every now. I mean, I haven't this seen is one the for a while. age of the train. <laughs> no, you, you know what I'm talking about. So I thought in my head, I was like, yeah, three, four hours, just straight train ride. And then Barry's like, no, you idiot. No, no. Initially. Someone well, a goes, really quick train, probably do it in about 20 no, minutes. In my head, I thought it was like two and a half hours. Then I said to Crow, I was like, man, we'll, we may as well get the train because all these boys, everyone we're going with, they're from like Bournemouth, Bristol or whatever and they've all got he- airports, like lo- like local airports. They don't have to, Obviously, me and Crow, we've got to go to London first and all that anyway. And I was like, well, if we're going to, yeah. or get to Luton, leave a car there or whatever. Yeah, but I was just, I, I just thought, oh, just go get the train from London and just go straight there. My, in my head, uh, the thing is, I'm planning on taking shit with me. Yeah, my bong. I'm, taking, I'm planning on taking travel bong. I'm, I'm going to take my my telescopic travel bong, uh, some weed, and we and weed stinks. It's easier to smuggle cocaine than it is fucking weed. Like obviously, ones which is ironic as the ones there worse than the other according to the law. Um, but yeah, so I didn't want to have to bother with all the. F- 
pranging at the airport going and getting searched. I just thought, yeah, just get on the train, take all the drugs on the, the train. The thing is, though, if you do go and get a plane, you've got, like, what, 40 minutes to an hour to get to the tra- to get to the airport anyway. Exactly. And you've got to be there yeah. an hour or two exactly. before. Then, then you've got to wait around. Then you've got to fly. So then you've got to go. So, well, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I'm thinking how I'm in t- that much into Mario uh, and Kingdom Rabbits, uh, the Kingdom of Rabbits or whatever at the moment. <laughs> I can imagine myself playing that for nine hours easy on the train. So even, even if it does take nine hours, I think I'd rather get the train. Would that mean, well, you'd be with... Not that there's anything wrong with that, but you'd be with Crow for twenty hours, over twenty hours, just travelling, which is enough to make um, most people fall out of each other. Well, I did Vietnam. I went to Vietnam with him. And oh yeah, yeah, true, true. <laughs> yeah, I can handle Glasgow. Football manager. That's what you need. Yeah, well, it's, it's funny because this game that I'm now into, this Mario game, I was talk- talking to this to Caleb earlier. I was saying it's not the sort of game I'd normally play. It is like it's not as boring as Championship Manager because you still get to see Mario running around and hitting people with hammers and shit. But it's a uh, turn-based it's fighting a turn-based game, game like XCOM, and it's like you just get XCOM. No, yeah, well, but that's no, what these were saying. It's not just get XCOM nah. because I'll tell you why this you don't deep. just get XCOM because if you've never really played XCOM before, you don't. I wouldn't start with XCOM. But this is I would start, start with Married. It's like the Fisher Price of that type whoa, of game, whoa, 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 like no. Duplo. Yeah, it's Duplo, like Duplo version. Well, no, it looks like that, but it's fucking in depth. Because mate. I played that, and then I went to XCOM two. Thinking, oh, I love yeah. XCOM 2, and I didn't like it. Barry, I was like, I prefer Mario. It's so hard, Barry, XCOM 2. Barry didn't even do the challenges or, or Mario, uh, Mario Rabbids. No, it gets proper in, in depth. Like, it's. I, I mate, I've thought I've it played for a Mario game, more games and you've had hot dinners. Yeah, mate. I know you have, but you don't play them properly. We've talked about this before that you play games in a different way. Like more video games and you've had hot dinners. I played them. You just see. He's had them. a lot of hot dinners. You, you just get through them. You, you get through them like the subjects on the podcast. You Are you go, saying yeah. you played a lot of computer then, games? Talking of subjects on the podcast, let's rip through some subjects now. Oh, then. I Tell nice. you what I've been doing. Oh, let's ask Johnny what he's been doing because we were talking about everyone else, and Greg's been talking. You've been talking, Chris. I've been working in uh, in Whitchurch, and there is absolutely no signal there whatsoever, so I can't listen to my podcasts. But what I have been listening to, and I would highly recommend, is the audio book of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, a novel by Quentin Tarantino. Um, he said the film was his love letter to Hollywood, and I would say if that's the case, then this is a very long affair with Hollywood. It retells the story from different angles. It goes in uh, very deep. Uh, yeah, Jennifer Jason Lee does a great job reading it. She's it's like she's acting as opposed to just reading the novel. And she was in the Hateful Eight, of course. <laughs> she certainly was, Ollie. She certainly was. And I would thoroughly recommend it. If you're into the film, it answers a lot of questions. And it reminded me somewhat of the book about Scarface, because that was written after the fact as well. That was written after the film came out. And in that, it tells you how Scarface got his scar. And it was actually eating pussy. So, right. yeah, he was in um, he was in Cuba and he was fucking a general's wife. And the general came in while he was going down on her and attacked him with a sword. And that's how he got the scar. The big thing I've heard about that audio book is it gives more backstory on the stuntman killing his wife. Does it go into detail about that or something? It, it, yeah, no, it explains all of that. I mean, I wouldn't give, want to give any of that away because it would spoil it for the listen for the you know if someone actually wants to listen to it. And I probably imagine you all do. Yeah, it goes into the backstory of that. It goes into the back a lot about the Bruce Lee thing and it makes it a lot funnier as well. The other audiobook I listened to was Memoirs of Catalonia by George Orwell, and I'd recommend that as well. It's mm. interesting about these, uh, his point of view of the Spanish Civil War. Has anyone ever heard of a DC character called Snowflame? Yeah, yeah. I, I, this is what I, this is actually, wow. Is this, this one is, of yours? This is one of mine, yeah, it's hilarious. Why Snowflame? He, he was, he's a DC character and his power was being charged on cocaine. So basically, if you, if, yeah, is there yeah. not, there's a, no, there's a photo of him well, as well. Well, you can find it, Google it, can't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. Tell us a bit about Snowflame, him. I don't know, I, I, 
I didn't know you were going to read it. I didn't think it'd ever get written. Is that all you know about? Do you know I about it? I didn't think it'd ever get Johnny? read out. I looked him up at the time, and yeah, he is. There is a character that's fought. His, his power is cocaine. Was, his power was like just getting really charged on cocaine. So I take it he was like an evil know. villain or no, something. No, no, no. I think he was a like good a, guy. He's like a hero. I, don't, I, need to, I need to look up. Everyone who does coke's a hero. Right? Right? There was a character. There was a character yeah. that recently that failed. There's two, the superheroes called uh, Snow, uh, Snowflake, and Safe Space, and they were like um, woke superhero characters and. Um, basically, uh, all the people online that hate that type of thing went mental about it. Right, Snowflame. Here we go. Snowflame is a drug-powered. Oh, here we go. That's a picture. That's not as good as the picture I saw before. Except, so, if you're listening to this at home, we, he's now looking at a picture. Mainstream Universe. It started in 1986. He, he came about in 1986. Base of operations, Columbia, obviously. Uh, alignment. Oh, he's bad. You're right. Yeah, he's a bad guy. Uh, identity secret. <laughs> citizenship, Spe- Colombian. Special powers, marching. <laughs> <laughs> Marital status, single. Of course he is. <laughs> Play, occupation, drug dealer. So, he, he's a drug dealer, obviously, as well. Uh, gender, male, out. eyes, black. <laughs> I don't know. You got black eyes. Okay. Didn't you got black eyes? Honestly, been punched. Yeah, 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 a lot of people come out. A lot of people come home with black eyes. Really after a night so on coke. nothing else in comics is weird for you. Like all the powers, just the black eyes. Yeah. <laughs> just the yeah. fact they pack coloured in his eyes uh, black. Yeah, you flying around. Yeah, it makes sense. But uh, no, black eyes. Stretching fuck off. it a bit. Yeah. There was their version um, of the Flash. He used to do speed equipment. This is the best. paraphernalia equipment. Cocaine. That's what it's Makes it notes. Uh, Snowflame's cartel tried to avenge his death in New Guard. Appearance of Snowflame. I uh, didn't have as much information as the last bit, but yeah. That's oh, interesting. That's quite I, interesting I, I've never heard of that character. No, no, that's, you would have thought we had a, would have. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> There was a little mind, body, and spirit thing at the local school, my secondary school, my old secondary school, and it was four pounds to get in. So I went, me and Izzy went to have a little look around it, and I was wearing a mask, obviously. So when you go to these spiritual things, you can imagine like there's a lot of anti-maskers there because you don't need it because crystals can sort that out. Uh, I brought a Himalayan salt lamp. Uh, like a bedside light and it said all the I've got three yeah, but all, they're brilliant they're so warm yeah all the properties of them it's one of it said it can get rid of electromagnetism in the house and do like some crazy shit I was like definitely snapping one Aren't of those are you worried that will reverse your vaccine uh, no there was loads of aura readings there as well 25 quid a pop tarot readings 25 quid a pop and you're thinking like, this is good money here you could be on for yeah. a dinner if you st- just sat down and thought of something different that no one had done before like I, went so, to, so. I went to a jazz festival years ago uh, in London when uh, Neil, my mate Neil, was living in London, and we went out um, to this jazz festival in this big field, um, and they had a tarot uh, card reader there. So I went over to, I said to Ad, to Ad come on, let's go over and, uh, and ask him how much it is. He goes, no, I don't want to d- d- dabble with that shit. He was all worried about it. He thinks it's all heebie-jeebies. So I, I went over and said, uh, how much is it? He goes, oh, sorry, we're all booked up. We weren't expecting such a big turnout. Yeah, it's good. This was like 25 quid a pop. And I listened to one guy, I walked past. Their tarot card read, they read the future. They didn't realise oh, yeah, there'd be yeah, so many it. people yeah, that's, there. That's an old joke, isn't it? No, no, it's actually happened. That's yeah, not I know, a joke. I'm that, saying that that is like, oh, can that's you... That's like 2.30. When they yeah. shut down, it goes, oh, you didn't see yourself shutting down, all that stuff, innit? 2.30, like, like the 2.30 with the dentist. But one of the guys, right, I walked past him, he was like all like, Long haired, like hippie ish, and I, he was doing a reading for someone. I heard him turn over a card, the tiger, and he goes, ah, oh, the tiger. And he goes, that means uh, your mum is in the spirit world and she's calling, like messaging you from the spirit world. 
Like that means, uh, so uh, this one means that, uh, yeah, <laughs> someone up there. And uh, have you got a nan who's dead or something? This you card means died? this card means pick up four. <laughs> Do you and know? I was I, like, um, I was, it was my birth. It was my birthday this week, so I read my uh, my star sign. I know we like touched on this last week about star signs and stuff, but I read my star sign, and I don't think I've had a more sexually charged reading i'll just read it very quickly and get back to you barry it's um you're stretching yourself like you never have before be prepared to enter into this new phase of self-expansion luna slides into your sign this morning and forms an immediate connection with optimistic jupiter this uplifting aspect puts all eyes on you and buoys your self-expression elsewhere Lover Venus jukes it out with change-demanding Uranus, offering electric relationship revelations. Utter fucking filth. You did have a shit in the street. (laughs) Yes, I was stretched. (laughs) And you were extended. Your belly was extended, you said. Yeah. So that was maybe the extension. That's your Venus. That's your fire. Your desire. That reminds me, I just wanted to touch on the whole, um, you know, the the pissing thing when you don't piss for fucking ages. I I, I think I hold the record for that because... This time, you know when you get cock shy occasionally I mean they're very occasion no. like, you love a cock <laughs> is that when you no but if, like, if I'm not pissed right I'll, I'll have the, the odd occasion I'll go to the urinal and if it enters my head I'm like remember that time when you couldn't piss and it'll be like oh shit and I, then I'll have the odd occasion we haven't talked about that ever have we before I don't think we have no, no maybe I'll, I'll, let's talk about oh, well, let's, let's talk about urinal piss yeah, Start, yeah. please I've got something to say about that as well I've got a lot to say about that I've got a lot to say about looking at men's cocks at urinals yes trying not to look at men's cocks how you how you blink to yourself? Trying to slyly look at men's cocks. Oh, yeah, I mean, yours might be different. I try to make sure I don't see anyone's cock that might make put me off like my. I own try cock. and do a Marty Feldman. <laughs> put me off my own cock. I mean, won't make me think less put of my you own, cock. Your own cock. Like, <laughs> like, like Columbo. Like trying to eat it. <laughs> Ew, mm, I don't fancy it now. No, I want his one. My one shit. Doing roly polies around the urinal, trying to get it in your mouth. It's what we're talking about, like not being able to go for a piss. Okay, so. You might get a bit of the pub, like you go oh, the first time he goes like, oh, and then you have a few more beers. You're like, oh, I don't care, man. You go next time you go to Toronto, you're like, you go, oh, that's better. I'm gonna put me your piss. <laughs> no problem for me because I've had a couple of beers now. And he's like, yeah, and you're pissing away. It's like really a stag do. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? And you're like, yeah, I don't care. Look how easy I'm pissing, and you love it as you're pissing really easily. Some other guy walks in, and you're like, and he comes up next to you, like, oh, what she's gonna get? I wonder if he gets cockshy next to me, pissing away like a champ. Even though, like, you know I mean, a couple of pisses ago, you were that guy. Like, it is that thing you move on, like. Anyway, like I, the worst time I've had it, or the worst time, ugh, the worst time you can ever have it is like going to a rave or something like that. I've done it before, taking like amphetamines, or whatever, and it, it plays, it totally fucks you up. Then, like if you have the, the the psychological thing, and it's not even anyone watching you, like you stop, it's like this is your only chance. You're in the convoy, and, and it's like I really need a piss, I really need a piss. Or you got cockshot at the pub, like the before, and then you're in the convoy. And it's like right, I didn't go for a piss before, and then you stop to get out, and but then then it is the kind of like oh everyone's waiting for you in the convoy. It's like oh come on, beep beep, let's go. And you're like, oh, and you still don't go. And I've had one before where I haven't gone for fucking, like, you know what I mean, as you said, like, you realise, oh, I haven't gone for a piss in fuck knows how long. And then when you finally go, it's just ridiculous. It's just like, Ba-da-da. but like, I've never tried to actually fill up any pint glasses or something when that's happened, when I've built one up like that long. But it's, it's scary how Why would much you? I don't <laughs> Why would you try and do the best- that? 
the best. <laughs> Sorry, no, saying, is that something Mary Berry does or something? Uh, like, that's a good point. Why would you Hollywood do that? Move? But you know, you know when you go for a massive shit, it's you same, fill up a pint glass well, with no, shit. No, it's like in, in South Park. They, there's that episode in South Park, Kirex, and they're measuring the shit in Kirex. It's like, well, check that. Like Randy does a massive shit, and it ends up like with you two. It turns out you two's the biggest shit in the world. Anyway, you two does a massive shit. And it like it's like, like fucking ten foot tall or whatever. Anyway, it's like it, it, the, the point they're getting at is that blokes, anything that comes out of their body, they fuck it. They're like if it's big, yeah, they're, yeah. Like, they're impressed. It's like oh, look at that, like a gold like, stone like, or something. If you've, got, if you've got a fucking, if you're in a porn and you're like, a big like you, know, you shoot a big load if of you're a in a face. porn, yeah. <laughs> if you're in a porn, well, not you. If you pa- if you <laughs> pass you're in a porn <laughs> and you shoot a big load on a girl's face. <laughs> When, I, when, when I was in a porn, when I'm in porn, I see it as big a load as possible. It's, it's like if you, if you pass a gallstone, you want it to be as big as Halley's Comet, yeah, don't you? you exactly. don't, yeah. <laughs> I get what you're <laughs> saying about the uh, your piss thing, but the time I can't go, I'll tell you, I can't. So I can piss in urinals when I've had a drink or whatever, but if I've been high, if I'm high, I cannot piss in the troughs next to other men if I'm smoking weed. It's really fucked up. I just can't yeah. do it. And I think it must be because once, I, I can remember this, right? I can remember being... Uh, it's a long time ago I think it was in the aristocrat actually and I might have done it a few times but this is the one that sticks in my head I was really high and I went in there stood in the big long urinal tried to have a piss obviously didn't and then you just stood there and you think what the <coughs> fuck how long do I stand there for <laughs> yeah. like because in a minute I'm going to have to just like Look, walk off you've like having a piss you've got to go you've got to go like, nope not happening I've done to do that before and then everyone was like oh, walking well, around me they're not looking at you but no, the no, problem no. is you're high yeah, so you don't yeah, think yeah, like yeah. that you don't think like oh no, no, well, no, the, 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 I was yeah. like what am I going to do I'm going to have to distract I'm going to have to fucking distract <laughs> from this I'm going to have to fucking do something fast <laughs> so I just dropped and rolled in the trough but the thing just rolled down like a little piggy goes spitting up like you're piss on me boys <laughs> I can't piss. You can piss on me though. So there's that funny video from the old Wembley, and um, like so at the old Wembley, like the old Hampden Park, the Scottish equivalent. Um, the trough used to be about twenty meters long, and it all you just have loads of blokes just standing there just pissing because they're just trying to get it out as quick as possible and get it out of the place. There's people pissing in your eye, not pissing in the sink, should I say, and everything like that. But they're like. There's this video of him going, it must still be on YouTube. And this guy runs and then dives in the trough and slides down. <laughs> nice. It's pissed up Scottish bloke. And everyone's like, yeah. You're like, okay, well, that's going to be, that's not going to wear well. that's the other well. thing, right? Guaranteed girls never get vagina shy because obviously they're not like in a fucking... They get cubicles. They have to queue up for hours. What, what is the thing of herding men's like... What is with that? With like, it's yeah, easier just than get, building loads yeah, of cubicles. I know, but it's just there is something inherently disgusting about the whole trough system, especially yeah. if you're at the end of the trough and everyone else's piss is coming down and you're pissing <sighs> on it and you, there's like <sighs> blood in it. Especially when you pick up one of those. And a wee bit's jobby comes down. You pick up one of those. You're not meant to enjoy it though. It's waste, one of those isn't blue it? donuts. <laughs> that guy got yeah. the Victoria Cross. He slid in that trough. <laughs> <laughs> but do you remember it's, there's that classic video where they're at some rave or something or it's a beer festival when they're for some reason there's a woman uh, presenter talking to the camera and they're by the uh, yeah. by the troughs and he walks out and washes his hands in the piss because he's so hammered yeah. he and thinks it's, it's a sink that's something you could do at a seance isn't it like a piss reading so you get someone to piss in a cup and then you do a reading off their piss and tell them like like a Ginny McKee thing but more of a spiritual you thing you and go yeah. you've got if diabetes if we're going back to tarot cards I thought of a product we can make as our merchandising. You know Uno? That's quite a popular card game. Get the backs printed like the Uno cards, but put like on the other side like death. 
you know, the death tarot card or a picture of like a 1970s porno card. And there's all weird ones like that. And you could just put, leave them in other people's Uno packs. So when they're playing Uno, it's like pick up four, red two, death. <laughs> Do a shit. Well, I'm going to get all the money from it so you can fuck off. <laughs> I like it. Something we haven't done for a while is a seance. And as we were talking about Quentin Tarantino and uh, Bruce Lee, I had a, a like a tinge or a, a, like a twitch <laughs> up my back. Oh. And I felt someone coming through. And I think I'll tell you who that is. It might be Bruce Lee. So Let's do it. what I want to do now is just try and go into trance mode. Um, this won't sound racist. <laughs> step back into trance mode. No, it's not racist if it's channeling, is it? Because I'm not doing an impression of him. I'm channeling him, channel, channeling him through me. If hopefully. I kill a man with my bare hands. Yeah, if you talk in a normal voice, it works. Well, I don't be... know what voice I'm talking, do I? <laughs> what? How she, do I fucking know, I know when I yeah. channel someone? You'll how see, do you if know? I kill a man with my bare hands, don't know. it will be we'll manslaughter. I might not even be able to do it. So well, I'd, 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 I'd rather go along with the bit if you if you channeled Bruce Lee properly and had well, like, I don't has, know, and, do and I? sounded more like him. It's not a fucking bit, mate. It's a serious oh, thing. Oh, yeah, it's a yeah, seance, oh, mate, sorry, you yeah. fucking idiot. I've done it loads of times. And I've channeled loads of people. That was so nice. I don't need you to... Chris, that's uh, staying in. I always like to keep a fart in if at least one, but sometimes there's like a good four that come from Chris. I'm like, that might not have been Chris. That might have been Bruce Lee. He's coming through. <laughs> he's, been, he's followed through. <laughs> Wait, this is racist. Oh, he's followed, he's followed Good evening, through. guys. Good evening, guys. Name's Bruce. Bruce Lee. <laughs> have you got oh, a bad hello, teeth? Bruce. <laughs> have you got teeth fake? I said channel him. No. Where am I? Where am I? You're inside another man. Where am I? This isn't my body. I still... I still got the moves. I still got the moves. You're meant to pull your punches, uh, Bruce. Oh, it's true. You, you are a bully. Yeah, one you're a bit of a tagger. Oh, Tarantino's you're right. A you're a bully. Can you fuck off now, please, Bruce? So in my... Bruce, just, Bruce uh, what do you want to know? Pick him up, Greg. Pick him up. Blue Spree. What do you want to know, guys? <laughs> my name get, is a Blue Spree. Where did you get oh. your yellow gym jams with the black bit down the side? They're, They're nice. wardrobe when we were making Game of Death. Oh, nice. Ooh, bloody hell, that's good. I reckon I should kick him in like Eddie Voxel. <laughs> You'll try to kick me in, my friend. <laughs> Eddie Voxel's hard on you. I thought Game of Death was after Enter the Dragon. No, Game of Death was the last film, wasn't it? Was Why the last not ask film. me? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So after Enter the Dragon. So Bruce, Bruce, did you ever did you actually hold a grudge against David Carradine for oh, nicking your idea? I've got one, Bruce. Uh, is it well, true? That was actually a question. Is it true that you're, you're, you're one you're at never... a time, fellas? One at a time. Let I me. I thought you could David. take us all on at once. Let me answer David Carradine's. Okay, yes. Me and David were good friends. I gave David the idea for the show, and he ran with it. But they would never let a Chinese man. Being a show like did that, you, so they you, gave him the role. You, you, you were actually training him for a time, weren't you? Yeah. Uh, did you teach him how to wank in a cupboard? What the fuck? No, I didn't. It, Please, sir, what's your question? <laughs> Please, I've, sir, I've what's your question? One. Is it true that you were too fit? I mean, like healthy, not like attractive, like of the mm. like. Gone. Fit, like you, because you did press ups on your yeah, fingers and all that right. shit, and you were like, oh yeah, like really, yeah, just highly strung. Yeah. Do you think you were like too tuned, and that's what you died of? No, I died because I did an aspirin oh. and it fucked my head up. Chris. <laughs> oh, okay. Is it true is that it, you're a lightweight then? Bruce, is it true that you're really Australian? <laughs> I was born in Australia. Makes sense. There's a lot of Asian community that was. I was there. born originally in Australia. There's a big Chinese That's community like the Bruce, there. He is a Bruce Lee. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Is it, is yeah. it, it true? To Bruce Lee, a Bruce it's Lee. nice to answer all these questions, fellas. And nice is, to... it, is it true that you haunted Brandon's uh, gun? What, how is my son Brandon doing? Yeah, he's doing really well, actually. You should have seen him. 
Have you not seen him around? No, he's not in. We don't. We don't get. I'm channeled here through this man with small penis, but we don't get <laughs> that. We don't get films on the other side. You don't get that what stuff. Old films. I don't know what's going on. All I know, I heard the word podcast and I had to come through. <laughs> and every, I know everyone's got a podcast. And uh, so, yeah. Why are you taking that? Why are you yeah. doing my fucking voice, mate? <laughs> Do you want a one inch uh, punch? Hey, we're, we're here to start a conversation, not a fight. One inch cock. Sorry, boy. sir. Sorry, Chris. Your name? I was just saying, we're here. I was just talking to Greg, oh, that, that, the man there. He was good at lifting people off the floor. Um, and I was just saying, we're here to start a conversation, not a fire. So, you know. Yeah, Bruce. Anyone got any other questions before I leave and go uh, back? Why to did they call you Little Dragon? The Limbo. I uh-huh, have funny story about that. <laughs> when I was young. <laughs> When I was a young boy back in Australia, <laughs> we used to have a corner, sh- a little sweet shop. And every Sunday, my nana used to give me money to run down the sweet shop. And they go, here come little dragon. Here comes little dragon. <laughs> and that's why they call me little dragon. Cool story. Because <laughs> well, you, you dressed up like a dragon or or just because you're Chinese? That sounds quite racist. That's because I was always so energetic. Uh, I had fire in my belly. Chris? Uh, Bruce, why did, um, why did you... What came first, like the Queen's Guards hats or your hair? Wow. Because it feels like if I shaved, if we shaved your head, Bruce, it would be massive. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Cause or, I've, or tiny. I see what you're saying now. It's quite a funny thing you're saying there about my hair, my head. But I've got a I question for you. No, if I take offence to that or it's a serious question. You were you were quite good friends with Roman Plansky, but do you think he distanced himself from you because you kept trying to pitch your um, screenplay, The Silent Flute, to him? Me and Roman go back a long way. We had a good relationship. Why, what, sorry, if, if, if sorry, there's a finger sorry. pointing to the moon, what, what should you look at? Uh, when a finger points to the moon, the idiot look at the finger. You want to look at the moon, mate. Why? Observe all the heavenly glory. Because gory. it's basically <laughs> saying... There you go. <laughs> To observe all the, the heavenly, heavenly glory. glory. One day, when <laughs> when you ride the boat to the other uh, side of the lake, you don't take the boat with you. You leave it in the fucking lake, mate. What? Same thing. <laughs> you don't drag the boat round, do you? You leave it. One, once you finish reading the books, you put the books down and you stop reading them. That's what I'm saying. You've got to oh, look at the moon, mate. I'm not, I'm not anyway, that's why... Like, that way, Bruce. Yeah, Bruce, that's like... You don't um, where you wear your glasses. You don't look at the glasses. You look through the glasses. You look through the glasses. <laughs> exactly. It's very. It's like the old saying: when you're eating your chips, you stop when you get to your fingers. No, not at that one, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, not at that one, mate. <laughs> Excuse me, please. Fella. I'm sorry. <laughs> so me and Roman. Bruce and uh, Bruce, you know you you were like known for your fitness and like being the sort of the godfather of mixed martial arts. And yeah. that, could you do anything in that like feeble body you're in now? Could you like give uh, us a backflip or something? Yeah, you like got that? a good. I can give it a go. Yeah, you got a good. <laughs> yeah, that's like, a good move, the table, move, right, move the table. Move the table. Give it a go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, what I'll do is I'll try and do a. Like, how are you boys with kicks? 
Oh, Greg loves them. If you could, could how could are you, you with kicks? Because you, you could float in the air in your prime. Should I try and get yeah. my leg up near your head? There you go. <laughs> go on, do it. What the? Oh, I'm in I mean, I'm sat. Oh, shit, oh sorry, mate. Slip of moccasin on there. I'm sat down, Bruce. Otherwise, that would have been rubbish. You wouldn't. You're nowhere near my head God, if I stood up. stink, mate. <laughs> well, I think, Bruce, you should fuck off now. Okay. Yeah, it's good to see you. <laughs> oh, 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 what <laughs> happened? You all right, fellas? Yeah, no, we just had a chat yeah, with him. Wow, you you went to sleep for it. weird. His voice sounded exactly oh. like him. I thought it was going to be like some sort of like racist sounding weird voice. What the fuck have you done to the inside of my leg? It's killing me. <laughs> I know you tried to do a kick that you can't oh, actually for do. for fuck's and... sake, not again. You should have seen what happened on my channel, Fred West. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we move on to doing the our version of Take Five, but the scat version of it? What's that? It's this. A scooby doo ba da ba da ba da ba. We did see someone, two guys doing a really good like scat version of that where they threw shit at each other's face and licked it off. I'm a scat man. I shit in the street. Right, has anyone else got anything they want to bring up or should we move on to another um, subject? Has anyone heard of dry scooping before? Uh, no. Dry uh, skin? <laughs> no. Dry scooping. It's like oh. a, it's a, it's, it's fucking dangerous and it's, but it's what loads of um, like muscle Mary's doing it's like not mixing up their protein and just having dry scoops oh on yes. It. yes 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 no and i've that, never heard of that and then what it's leading to is heart attack strokes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> passing out because they're taking caffeine um then it's not diluted it's not absorbing properly so it'll just like chalk up in that gut is it whey yeah. though they're dry scooping the whey powder yeah all that shit but yeah, not, and all the other and all the other weird powder, yeah. steroid supplements that they have I just think well. that's what the danish like, team have been doing you yeah. know um Pro- that whey protein powder my uncle told me years yeah. ago that he used to work in uh, I sound like a conspiracy guy now but he used to work in the Ministry of Agriculture he was a civil servant and that is true because my uncle so I know he did yeah. right true. and uh, he said that is he really your uncle they used to mm. yeah exactly they used to take go into boats in the middle of the sea because that's a byproduct of the dairy industry and just dump it all in the sea and didn't know what to do with it and then they realised that they could sell it as like protein powder whey powder but really it's just it's, wor- it's worthless it's like they get yeah. shit tons of it and now they're selling it like 20 quid a pop but it's yes it's that way stuff well the stuff I've used in the past because is like there's a there's a hemp one which is good and there's a pea based one which is good because your body absorbs it a lot easier like absorbing that much like whey and protein and dairy product it's just not it's not good. It just bloats your guts, makes you big fat. Absolutely. If you try and ingest water. too much protein, because I've tried that, going, like, oh, trying to bulk up, like trying to fight the fact that I'm naturally quite skinny. Like, it's, it's it, it, you can't really fight. It's like, you, you can beef up, it seems a bit pointless. If you're certain, certain people are a certain body shape, you can train yeah. yourself to, to, mm. uh, to be within your body shape. You can't, to try and completely change it, go, I want to be fucking massive. Yeah, it's. Also, it's, if it's dairy based, it's could, it could make you intolerant, couldn't it? You could stop start disliking people of other well, sexual of, persuasions or maybe people from other countries. Yeah. A guy, a guy I worked with. <laughs> oh, nice. 
Um, a guy, a guy I worked with, a guy I worked with, he basically had a problem like, like yeah, I don't know, he had a problem with, with his dick or something. Like, it, like he couldn't piss properly. <laughs> Probably, but it turned out it turned out right, and he goes, "Oh, I've got this thing that like feels like a blockage, or whatever." Like, and I went to the doctor. It turns out because he's this little guy, and he's trying to fucking beef up and change himself like too much. So he was doing, and I was doing a similar thing. I was trying to eat as much protein as possible, but I'd given up on all the fucking yeah. whey shit and just eating, well, yeah, eating fairly healthily. But he was obviously gone too far, and the the, the nurse or whatever he went to the doctors. Sorry, the doctor said. Um, like yeah, guess too what much protein. Guess what? Guess what? He told me. He said, "Boy, you better stop eating so much protein because that's the problem." Because you're like, a fool. <laughs> now your dick's well, gonna fall off. Too much protein is bad for you. Chris, were you bulking up and working out then when you were eating it? Did you or were you? I was doing it. I was, to start with, I was doing it to because um, I was doing started doing a lot of cycling and I was noticing my weight was drifting off me. So I was doing it more to extend my capacity for working but it had a I wasn't trying to get big or anything like that but well, you're I was quite just doing fa- you're it fairly big anyway like naturally I'm, thank you <laughs> so if you have a fall you know who to call you're naturally big Chris if you ever have a fall you know who to call <laughs> G-Dog you're not, you're not the big dis- disability handle you're not, you're not big enough to no. pick up and lick yet but yeah Do you get day. sweat rashes no, but, but I was just using it to extend that for those purposes for yeah. like endurance and that and the byproduct you do end up Builders, but at the moment, if you're not doing that high intensity stuff, like then it's that's pointless. bad. For you, yeah, I was doing swimming because I like swimming as well. I'd use it while I was swimming rather than have water. Yeah, you know, protein. What swimming protein it. powder? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, mate, it makes <laughs> rather than use water. I'd have a sand bar. It like makes the, it makes the swimming pool like custard, and you could just run across it. Do you reckon just 10 seconds in the microwave makes everything taste freshly made? Um, it does with donuts. That's all, though, it, isn't it? It does. With, it's just with donuts. It's with, with ring sugar donuts, Krispy Kremes. If, you, if you've got a ring Krispy Kreme and it's like been sat there for a couple of, two, three days, 10 seconds in the microwave, boom. This it's m- fresher than it was when you fucking got it. This might be well obvious, but I've never done this before. Uh, Lisa, I work with, um, brought the the food today, and she just got like uh, the bread, so put cheese and chorizo in it, and then put it in the microwave, so it's like a hot taste. I've never done that before. Did uh, it work? Yeah, it was but nice. Did it make the bread all soggy in that? No, nah, because it uh, no, it was like a, they were like roll like these sort of those panini roll type things. I've never done that, and That's I never not will. A bad idea. I wouldn't mind doing. I with fucking hate cheese. Yeah, but you can put roll. Uh, ch- 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 you can stick chorizo <laughs> yeah. up your bum. No, no, yeah, I, I, can, I can do it with chorizo. I don't have a microwave. I've uh, I went off microwaves about 10 years ago oh yeah that's um, right when I stayed at Chris's you what, know, what, what happened what happened nasty incident with some metal no I just I was just <laughs> like I don't, do I really need that because it was making me lazy as well I was finding like I wasn't they are they've got great practical uses I've got loads of Tupperwares full of food to be reheated in my fridge so I can't reheat but um, I was finding it was making me it was tilting my diet because I'd go, oh, actually, I could just do this. Yeah. Oh, I could just, uh, rather than sit and just chop up some veg and cook it. Did you buy a slow cooker? There's yeah. Only, there's only certain things in microwave that I can do that are easy, like those salmon those packs you get. Where you're like, oh, you can microwave them and they three minutes and they just, yeah, and then you can put some microwave veg in Popcorn. and then and then some microwave rice. Then, yeah, you can do those. Like, And that's a fairly healthy meal all in the microwave, but that's shit. You don't want to do that. You can't do that. Well, I also got told, yeah, I also got told that microwaving things changes the actual composition of what the, nah. the thing it is. It makes them into well, yeah, it it makes well, them into well, that guy stag do this weekend. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Your conspiracy you say it's buddy. a bit late, mate. I got my microwave three years ago. I tell you what is good in the microwave though, which is uh, uh, popcorn. Microwave popcorn. It's much easier than yeah. doing it on the fucking the hob. Like uh, put an egg in the microwave. That's good. Why don't you go and try it now? You can. There's those things the, yeah. to do a perfect boiled egg. Yeah, you can't leave it it's in like, the shell. It's like an yeah. egg. It's in like a shell, giant mate. egg that you put the egg in, and it stops it from blowing up. Obviously, it what about up. Mar- a, a new superhero called Microwave Man? He just microwaves he knows, all his food. He knows the perfect time to microwave yeah. everything. Because I used to, have, cause I used to have so much microwave popcorn. I remember on that microwave out there, two minutes twenty one with old bu- old school butter kissed. Two minutes twenty one did the perfect bag of popcorn. Because you remember and we that's, and that was one of the things that stopped me having a microwave as well. Read up about um, microwave anal. popcorn. No, read up oh. about microwave. Yeah, yeah. do your research. How carcinogenic oh. it is. Oh shit! It's like super too late now. I've eaten, and I, I, I've, I've eaten all the burnt ones as well. So. It's, it's all yeah. popcorn bad for you, or just microwave popcorn? <laughs> microwave stuff because they have to coat it in a certain stuff, so it's so it. Oh no! Works. This is like, it got There's to some the point. Uniformity to it's it. like conspiracy. It got to the point, Honestly, didn't it? it? You remember we were saying if if Greg has one more bag of popcorn, it'll turn into a bloody bag of microwave popcorn. No, he didn't. We used to call him Greggy Sunkist. No, he didn't. No, didn't uh, we? Uh, Tris, <laughs> you know the um, thing you were saying about microwaves? Also, yeah. they do. Ch- I find that when you heat something up slowly, it does taste better than it does in a microwave. It's weird. Like everything. Obviously, when I'm having a ready meal, I always do it in the oven for half an hour rather than the microwave yeah, for three no, minutes. Obviously, it, you do you do the microwave. Weird, and all the plastic melts in it. Though I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. I'll remove the sleeve. I'll, that, that one. I'll not the, uh, the cardboard. I'll the plastic. The cardboard caught okay. fire. Burned down my house. <laughs> like everyone wants to do everything really quick, don't they? Like everyone wants to get everything done and out of the way, as if we're rushing to do something. Do you ever meet people? Like a lot of people you meet, and you say, "Oh, you should watch this, or you should do that." They go, oh, "I haven't got any time." I ain't got enough time to do that. Yeah. No one's ever got enough fucking time to do anything. And you think, what are you doing with all your time? And they're not really doing anything. Not, they're not actually doing anything of any importance no. anyway. Are they doing it's like, oh, I've got to take the kids here or I've got to go swimming or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Though? It's all just like little things. But you've Why not are you taking kids? You haven't got any kids. No, I'm just saying. But one of the, well, you well, have if you're taking them. That's the kind of thing. I'm just giving you an example. Oh, yeah, I can't yeah, give yeah. any real example. I just so. think they don't like watching TV because they go, like, oh, well, if you can't find an hour to watch like a programme, then you've obviously got so much going on in your life. Um, not even that, like reading that a you book. You just don't or like TV. Just standing, know. staring at a wall. But one of the yeah. things I like to do, Chris, <laughs> I love staring at wall. is um, when I'm relaxing in the evening, is get Greg to do his Bob Ross impression because it always sort of sets me off to sleep. And that's like, rather than watch Bob Ross on TV, go, please. <laughs> you get him in your bedroom with a wig on. <laughs> okay, so we're just going to put... There's some, there's some pine trees in there. Ooh, we can do a little pine trees. Put a little mountain in the back there. We want some sparkle on that mountain. We want a bit of moonshade on there. <laughs> he's got Bob, he's Deadpool Bob Ross. It's a little Bob Ross Deadpool. Deadpool Bob Ross. Yeah, you can't see Chris. If you're listening, imagine it. Chris is holding up a little right, bobblehead. So it's, it's Deadpool as Bob Ross bobblehead. It's brilliant. Here's a little life yeah. hack for the listeners, though. Uh, microwave meals are all fine and dandy, but they will ruin your barbecue. There's a little bobblehead there. Me, Bob Ross. <laughs> Dressing Deadpool, Deadpool, Bob Ross. That's a beautiful gong. Okay, so we're just going to put a little stream in there. You know you like streams. Can you put some snow on it? Can you put some snow on it? Oh, we'll dab a little bit of snow on these mountains. Are you sure you're not channeling him? (laughs) Yeah, I am. It's Bruce Lee there. I'm always channeling. I'm always channeling Bob Ross. still paint, Boss? Bob? Oh, you still yeah, paint? I'm, I'm painting away and stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm painting up here. I'm always painting. Do you know? On the inside. You can. <laughs> Do you know Bob Ross I got ripped off? Paint. His whole... They, he got Rob ripped. Boss. He went in, he went in partnership with a couple yo, of people. Yo, I'm Rob Boss, yo. 
and Bob Ross. Um, he tried to leave his yeah, um, all his old work to his son, but the the couple that he went in business with basically ripped him off and wouldn't let his son even do anything in the art world. Well, I'm I'm, I'm saying this now. I might have to cut this bit out, but uh, Rob Boss is going to be my brown bear. Rob Boss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just thinking that. Just now that son, bear. Bear you know, you said about the Bob Ross. Rob that's similar Boss. to the guy that does the. You know, the guy that does all the honey stuff, like the honey mouth barb and all that shit. No. If you go into Sainz, you'll see it. There's like you can get like he's got his face on the tins of all the special honey stuff you get I can't remember his name but he was Paul Newman that guy doesn't own any of his stuff either you'll see it next time you go and look at stuff but he doesn't own any of that but his face and name is over it his wife took it all in a divorce yeah yeah, the couple took away Bob Ross's name his likeness and everything else and it's now now allowed his his son's now got a YouTube channel doing something similar and he's apparently quite good as well and they've now allowed him legally to do it because people get they also sell art products in Bob Ross's name that was good that um, was it Twilight Zone one we watched when there's like a Bob Ross character there's a TV station it all went down that was Creepshow oh was it Creepshow yeah that was quality and then then Bob Ross the the guy that was meant to be Bob Ross fucking kicked ass and killed all the fucking zombies or whatever spoiler alert I mean what (laughs) have you ever eaten ants yes (laughs) they Uh, taste of lemon I've not been on Bear Grylls yet (laughs) they do ants taste of lemon I'm not joking only you and Bear Grylls would know that try one they taste of lemon they do taste of lemon if you're if you're struggling for sustenance, then these simple little pebbles will do. <laughs> Ow, my teeth! Can you do Bear grills having a shit them? in the street? And trying to I've just done a shit in the street. If you're desperate for food, then the shit you've just done in the street will do. Delicious. As long as it doesn't hit the ground, it remains sterile. You can get the bare nutrition, the fundamental nutrition you need from any feces. If you don't need food or fire. If you find yourself starving in Nottingham, just shit on the street. And when you're arrested, the police are forced to give you food. No, what you do is you... They are. A McDonald's, at least. I've been arrested when I was 16 and they got me a takeaway. <laughs> if you've McDonald's. got if you've got to take an emergency shit at a stag do, make sure you put your mask behind you in your bottom. Shit in your mask. If you get caught, quickly whack it on your face and hide the fact you've done a shit. You That's don't what need. I wanted to say. So by the first day... So we got there one day, one night. Next day, by the end of the next day, I only had one pair of boxer shorts left. Because I'd ripped one pair apart, used them as a sanitary product. The other pair had got ripped apart at hijinks. So I then had to have two days spent in the same pants. I'd taken eight pairs of socks. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck are you playing? You were playing on wanking the whole time. Can you like, is a sock. Is a sock. You like, could sock shit in a sock. He bought wank socks. If you'd, for have t- if you'd have tied the socks around your waist and then tied the socks around the middle, you could have made sock pants. I, but the thing is Sock pants man Some of them were like Ankle socks Because I was a mixture Of wearing uh, I had shorts with me as well And I was like oh, I might wear trainers I might do this I might you know If you had long I'm, socks You could have shit in the sock And then used it as a cosh To defend yourself On the way back to the hotel Who's saying I didn't I'm not saying you didn't I'm saying oh, you could have I've, I've got a question About the stag Who bought the bag Who bought the bag Who had the packet there was plenty of people, and there wasn't plenty because there was a distinct line actually of some people who were a line who weren't because I um I was outside and I was just having a like a a cheeky little zoot down by the river and this guy who, who drove us there he was there and I went oh do you want some of this and he went what is it and I went oh it's just you know a bit of a spliff and he was like oh cannabis Didn't, I was like yeah uh, and I was like oh fuck this is one of the ones I shouldn't be yeah. and he went. Phew. 
that's all right. And then his mate came up and went, oh, you two doing drugs, are you? Oh, he's drugs, like, yeah, no, you sweet. look a bit. You look a bit spaced out. Yeah, like, we've had a bit. Like, yeah, I flicked it in the river and walked in. It's like, fucking oh, hell. You can fuck. see maps on people's faces. All are floating goldfish. No, brilliant guys, actually. I would say that. It's rare you go away with a group of lads, and especially ones you don't really know. Yeah. And actually, they're all really fucking sound and... I, think, I don't know, I think you'd blessed. sort of hope so, though, wouldn't you? Like, you'd want that. Because if you're going to, like, a stag do, and even if you don't know each other, you'd expect, because you all have something in common, you obviously all know the guy who's getting married. So even if you don't know yeah. each other, you would expect everyone to be pretty decent exactly. with each other. Exactly, there's common ground. Yeah. You're you're like, if, that if that guy's friendly enough with you to invite to yeah. a wedding or whatever, then you're surely the other people he's met aren't that big a yeah. dick. So you may have some differences. Be like, okay, he doesn't do quite the same shit as I do. But yeah, I there's the f- also the family. So it could be a family of the bride. Oh, I, know yeah, that fact, was it. I know for a fact that everyone going on this stag, I don't know half of them, admittedly, but I can yeah. tell already by... The bands that's going yeah. on. It's like me and Crow are the, like the eldest, the, the oldest ones there. We're already in like, forces. We've already singled one guy out. We're like, I think he's going to be hard work. <laughs> no. Do you reckon they've got another group that you're not in? Yeah, Bounty. Do you, think, better out. do you think there's a rugby podcast somewhere now slagging off Chris? So uh, I was thinking about. Uh, and this has probably been brought up before loads of hundreds of times. And I know it's a fictional character, but it's quite weird where you... And I'm, this made me think about it. So you've got like Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk and Richard Branson all going into space. Uh, Branson's not going into space, like, he's going near. Like superheroes. Uh, and then I was uh, thinking... Lex Luthor. Yeah, but I was thinking about Batman. And you know when his parents was killed um, and then he just put on a fucking bat suit and started like running around. The whole story of Batman doesn't make any sense, does it? When you think about it, the guy's like a billion billionaire, like the shit he could do with his money. I know this has been brought up in the past, but I just want to bring it up now. And he decides to dress up as a fucking bat and run around. I'm a child with a fractured mind. I'd get over, Who knows how you'd respond? Yeah, well, I'd get over, I think I'd get over my parents by being like the richest, smartest guy. And I'd just, just get all the pussy and be like, yeah, I've got loads of pussy and loads of money. He's not I allowed, think, is he? I'll, I'll get over the, the parents thing is like, oh, well. Did we talk about the, that They'd be day? dead now anyway. Did we talk about Get that DC? Wonder. Did we talk about that DC <laughs> animation where he goes down on Catwoman? Uh, no. What's that? Uh, ha- this sounds like Halloween. This new, the long no, Halloween. No, no, it's a real, yeah, the it's where one. he goes down on Batwoman and the DC said, no, he can't do that because heroes don't do that. But how else would Batman fuck if like this, his suit in all the films is basically just his mouth and everything else is... I think he takes his suit off, off, off to fuck, yeah. Apparently. Yeah, but not when he's fucking Catwoman because they're keeping it secret, aren't they? Well, I'd fuck in the suit I'd be dirty <laughs> well, yeah, I'd I mean, that you'd have to get a Stanley knife sorts. and just cut yeah, out yeah, a cock hole yeah. well, he, he might have a back cock pops out and goes yeah that's my real yeah that's mine like the Hulk Buster, really really like the Hulkbuster one where he fights yeah. Superman yeah something to think about isn't it it is I've thought about it and now I've stopped thinking what about it, it. What was the initial question? Oh, just about Batman being a dickhead. Oh, yeah. Like a spoiled rich prick. Yeah. I know, it's like, Just Batman fucking all over once for all his money and like not doing anything. For, not that you should do. You Can I go work. down on you, Catwoman? It's actually more realistic to be like, yeah, probably. To, to be Superman than Batman. It's more likely that you're born on a planet. That's a stretch. Than to be that, that guy, to be a billionaire guy. So be like Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos, but then also fight crime and be like a player and like whatever. Like, I think yeah. it's... Who knows they don't? Who knows yeah. that they don't do that? Because Clark Kent is just don't... a dweeb. He's just a dweeb. You know I mean, Batman's actually got a lot of shit going on. He's actually got no superpowers, but he's got a lot more going he's on. He's the world's greatest detective. A bit like he? Tony Stark, I suppose. But I think it's more realistic to do loads and loads of cocaine and think you're a superhero or a supervillain. 
the, well, but the other well, thing was if you look back at like detective comics and those sort of comics of that that era and like you say uh, Johnny just said about him being the world's greatest detective there was loads of characters like spring Jack and which was like an English guy who moved around the streets of London and he yeah. go through the fog and stuff like that, which they weren't necessarily now they don't live up. You're like, uh, yeah, okay, what Spring Hill Jack? He can jump really well across the buildings, and that's what's he's, from like, he's from like 17th century or something, isn't he? Because I thought like there was a. I've heard the story of Spring Hill Jack. Like, I remember going to the graveyard. Our local graveyard is like, ah, there be the grave of Spring Hill Jack. I'm sure that someone said that someone no, was, that was Spring Jasper Hill Jack. Jones or something. Jasper Jack. Unless Jasper Jones. <laughs> A little bit more serious this week and ask some more philo- philosophical questions of everybody uh, so we can go a little bit deeper. Ooh, so they say there's a, a time to dance and a time to sing, but when is that time if it isn't a party or a celebration? So when can you do that? If Funeral. You're not- Funeral. Yeah, on someone's yeah. grave. Sammy Davis could do both yeah, at the same time. Sammy the Davis Jr. could do both. He, could, he was a singer and a dancer and an actor, triple threat, really. It's probably the shittest question you've ever fucking asked. Whoa. Did you know that, uh, Chris? <laughs> I didn't. Know, it didn't make any sense. And, is, or, and of, if it did make sense, it was pretty obvious. Talking like, of Jeff Bezos, you only dance and sing when there's music or whatever. What? Uh, what yeah. What? Yeah, you can just do it in the street though, can't you? What the fuck are you talking about? What do you, if you like, Chris, bring, Chris bring it just, home, obviously. Chris does it in the street. I don't just start dancing unless there's music. Or if there's music in your head. Yeah, I mean there might be. I might practice a move. No, I'd, I'd put I'd put music on in my head. If no, I was, you play. I have, it's been a long time. I'm telling a lie. I've practiced doing the robot before without music. Just doing just the movements go, of the robot. Like Peter Crouch. Yeah. But <laughs> Very much like yeah, Peter Crouch, so, actually. Right, okay, then, there you Jason go. Practicing the fucking robot. That's the only dance you might practice without music because you're not very good at it to begin with. You'll just go like. Would yeah, you sing at the same time? I'm seal. very good at breaking Would you sing, well, sing without music? Kiss from a rose. Okay, well, I si- okay do, singing or dancing? Do the robot now. I sing all the time. Kiss from a rose. Okay. Batman. And a kiss from the rose on the grave. Ooh, and it kind of doesn't do it in the fields, yeah. The robot's not very good. Ooh, this is really a visual thing. Better do. Skip, I do. I better do. Some eyes become light and the eyes of the sun on the grave. Yeah. I, I can pay you to a kiss from the rose on the grave. I'm repeating myself now. Alexa was born in Cambridge. Did you know that? Alexa. Yeah, it was actually invented in Cambridge. Do you know how Seal? Do you know? Woo! <laughs> do you know how Seal got his scars? Uh, going down I'm with sure you're going to tell going down on Catwoman no. going down Gravy. on Tony from Scarface <laughs> yeah. yeah he got it from he was he was riding a, a BMX in the winter and he got caught behind a gritting lorry <laughs> <laughs> they don't have that sounds yeah, like it could be <laughs> Well, let's 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 usually, do a, let's do a séance now and ask Seal himself. Usually, the scar that you're hoping is a fucking knife fight of a pirate or a shark attack does turn out to be something mundane, like a gravel truck or whatever. I thought he fell in a rose bush. <laughs> got a scratch got from a, kiss a from rose. rose. I thought scratch from a rose by a grave. I fell into a bush and it really hurt my face. <laughs> so um, I t- so anyway, talking about um zombies. Like so, zombies are big at the moment, aren't they? Oh like, yeah, they're all over the place. Oh, Do you yeah. reckon zombies are making a comeback? I think so. 
<laughs> Zack Snyder's done a film about them. They must be big. So, um, what type of zombies do you prefer? Shufflers or runners? Oh, oh, the shufflers, I'd have to say. And have you ever thought about killing yourself to see if you become a zombie? <laughs> <laughs> I always thought you just wait long enough. As long as you yeah. wait a few days, the zombies get eaten by crows, don't they? Because yeah. they just become yeah. so rotten and rubbish. You and just lazy. have to wait yeah. it out. And the birds come peck at their brains. I think the yeah, main part. I like them, those squirrels. Yeah. Squirrels, I don't, good old squirrels. Definitely. I don't really mind zombies dancing, but they're not the best. But it's just when they turn into a werewolf. Nah. That's actually quite. Oh, are you saying that? Mm. You've never actually seen a zombie that's turned into a werewolf. No, because that would be pretty nuts. Because he's yeah, thr- the thriller like video. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, well, no, because he's no, he's just a werewolf. The others are zombies. He's, he's a yeah, werewolf. Yeah, he turns into a zombie as he's well. He's a werewolf who dances with zombies. <laughs> no, he's not a, he's not no, a werewolf he's not. when he's dancing. Oh, no, he's not a werewolf. He's a zombie, you man. He's just a zombie. No, he's a child. No, then he turns into a werewolf. The director of Thriller made American werewolf in london yeah. you, oh no, no. man please tell me no, you know the name. Know what, he, does, he does both doesn't he, he turns yeah, into a werewolf yeah. beginning, and then he's a zombie he's a werewolf uh, first then a zombie yeah, yeah, sorry. Oh, let's have uh, a quiss question for you who directed thriller and an american John well thank you because you just said the director of thriller i thought he doesn't know that who bloody directed thriller i didn't need to say i thought he was <laughs> sure. he meant to be a movie guy <laughs> and i am turns out i am man takes a shit but forgets his phone what? You left to use it in the, the toilet or it doesn't take done then, wouldn't it? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, right, wait, wait. I'll tell you what. Disappointment, I know thy name. This morning, I went to get a fucking McDonald's breakfast. I went it's got it, to do with the shit. Because it's the oh, same. Okay. It's disappointing. If you go to go for a shit and you forget your phone, you've ruined your shit, haven't you? Well, then this, this is what I was going to question. Are touching Barry's head? You didn't there. fucking clear up. Yeah, but just, don't worry about that. No, 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 I just no. want to what tell you what happened to me today. What did you just say, Barry? A man takes a shit, goes to the toilet, takes shit and forgets his phone. So does he forget to take his phone with him or does he leave his phone in the toilet? When he, after he's had a shit <laughs> no I'm saying how bad you feel when you go to have a shit and realise you haven't got your phone yeah but that could have that read different <laughs> the way I heard it was like oh I left my phone in the toilet when I had a shit no, he but it reminded t- me of my doesn't take his phone into the toilet it yeah, reminded yeah, yeah. me of my feeling of disappointment today <laughs> I went to get a McDonald's breakfast and um, I'm sure I asked for the sausage McMuffin meal went to have it had the had my coffee had the uh, hash brown first when I bit into it there was no um Burger. It was just an egg one with cheese. Uh, oh no, that's a bit disappointing. What you you after an egg burger? Tributes are pouring in for director Richard Donner, who has died at age ninety-one. The filmmaker pined *Lethal Weapon* and *Superman*, and more enjoyed a career spanning over five decades. Among his best-known films were *The Lethal Weapon* franchise, the nineteen seventy-six horror *The Omen*, and the nineteen eighty-five adventure film *The Goonies*. And he did *Scrooge* as well. I forgot he did *Scrooge*. One, one of my favourite films, isn't it? Absolutely class A films. All genres. He's fucking. Exp- like, I saw that in a cinema. Like Spielberg, he's done all genres. And he but- did another film that you've never seen. He did. Well, it's few you haven't seen, but you know when he made *Superman* one, yeah. he made *Superman* too didn't he at the same time like Lord of the Rings and because it was going over budget it was too expensive they got rid of him and got Richard Lester in but then all the fans went nuts ages ago and there's the Richard Donner cut of Superman 2 which I have really yeah I've got it on DVD is it that different yeah fucking it's well different they released it as a box set so basically I'll give you a quick overview I won't go into it too much but you can find it and watch it just because it's quite interesting so you know like there's bits in Superman 2 and I'll tell you what the major changes of it at the end of Superman 1 you know where he spins the earth backwards yes that's in Superman 2 that's how that meant yeah. to end. And you know the yeah. end of Superman 1, it's got the bit with the Phantom Zone and they get taken out to space. That's yeah. how it sort of ends. That's obviously because it leads on to Superman 2 with them lot. 
But the Richard Lester version, it brings more comedy into it, doesn't it? It makes it like they're funny characters and that. And the guy's a bit like, yeah, and he's trying like, to do the snake. You know, he's got, and all that. In the Richard Donner one, they're totally different. They're not like that at all. There's no comedy bits in it. They're actually deadly serious. Like them three, um, I don't know what they're called, but them three guys dressed in black. General yeah, Zod. Terrence Zod. Stamp was That's one it. of them, wasn't it? Yeah, they're all deadly serious. There's no comedy in this. Yeah. Like, there's no bit where he tries to get a snake with his vision and it doesn't work. And the other bits yeah. that are different is, you know when they have the fight at the end in New York? Uh, they throw him into like the Statue of Liberty. They throw each other into different buildings. Yeah, yeah. And there's another bit that's not in it where he takes off his Superman thing and throws it. It becomes polythene really big. That's obviously all gone. So there's loads of shit that's been cut out that's all campy. And there's, a, and there's scenes that have been put back in that were like audition-y type scenes that were never actually in the main film. And one of them, the really good one is, you know in... So in the original Superman 2, I think there's a bit in the, the Richard Lester one at the beginning where they go to Paris and he stops yeah. his cable car falling. That's all yeah. gone. That's all shit. That's nothing to do with Superman. That's gone. But And also the bit in Niagara Falls. The one in Italy. Yeah. Yeah, that's all not in it. And the bit in Niagara Falls, you know that bit where he saves someone and she sort of knows he's Superman yeah. he walks off. None of that's in it at all. But what is in it, it it's really simple scene and it's really good. Is she's in a room with him talking and all that because that's right he puts his hand in the fire in the in the yeah, trip he trips, he trips. but in this one she thinks he's Superman blah, 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 and gets a gun and shoots him like to prove that he's Superman and like nothing obviously happened it's much better film it's an amazing film she throws herself off the Niagara Falls yeah that's does right that doesn't happen it's what a, a fucking if you can get hold needy of it girlfriend. on Amazon or whatever or I can show you to it but Chris you need to get it or download yeah, it yeah. Just type in, um, yeah, Richard Donner cut Superman. What was, yeah, I went to read out these tributes to Richard Donner, which, uh, and I like them because the, it was nice words. Uh, anyway, it's got Spielberg, Gibson, etc. on it. So I want to read these out because it's, it's quite funny. The end is quite funny. Right, yeah. So Steven Spielberg, so what I, I discussed what he's, the films he's done, obviously. So yeah, Scrooge included, which I forgot that he fucking directed. One of my favourite, my, my favourite Christmas film. Right. Steven Spielberg, a close friend who worked with Donner on The Goonies, held him as the greatest Goonie of all. Dick had such a powerful command of his movies and was so gifted across so many genres, he said. Being in his circle was akin to hanging out with your favourite coach, smartest professor, fiercest motivator, most endearing friend, staunchest ally, and of course, the greatest Goonie of all. Excellent words from Steven Spielberg, okay? I agree, here. Yeah. He was a kid, he added, all heart, all the time, I can't believe he's gone, but his husky, hearty laugh will stay with me always. Excellent words. Uh, Richard, Donner's, uh, Richard Donner's big heart and effervescent charm shone in his movies through the remarkable performance of his cast, which is no mean feat. You remember all the characters in Superman, Lethal Weapon, The Goonies and more, because Donner knew how to capture that magic on screen, director Edgar Wright said. Okay, Corey Feldman, who starred in The Goonies as Clark Mouth, uh, Devereaux, I don't know his surname, was also among those paying tribute. He said on Twitter, Richard Donner was an incredible human. He was there for me in times throughout my life when no other person would. Uh, not only was he an incredible director and storyteller of such incredible films like The Goonies, Ether Weapon, Superman, The Omen, Free Willy, forgot he'd done Free Willy, probably not his best, uh, and my personal favourite, uh, Scrooge, but his greatest achievement in my mind was his ability to be a real-life Superman uh, by always doing what he could to help both humanity and through his love of animals he, uh, he used his voice for animal rights as well uh, right okay in his tribute actor Ben Stiller said I'm sorry about that it's a few tributes but there's a point to this in his tribute actor Ben Stiller said Richard Donner made big time movies movies that remain in our consciousness that never has been and never is easy always admired his work Mel Gibson who found fame starring in Lethal Weapon alongside Danny Glover described Donner as my friend my mentor 
Oh, the things I learned from him, he said. He undercut his own talent and greatness with a huge chunk of humility, referring to himself as merely a traffic cop. He, let his, he left his ego at the door and required that of others. He was magnanimous of heart and soul, which he liberally gave to all that knew him. If we piled up all the good deeds he did, it would stretch to some uncharted place in the firmament, he said. I will sorely miss him with all his mischievous wit and wisdom. The best, uh, Probably the best one out of all of them for Mel Gibson. Yeah. Okay. Zack Snyder. <laughs> Thank you, Richard Donner. <laughs> was that the was that, that the was his in was that Snyder cut? <laughs> yeah. yeah, in slow motion though. He yeah. was a chronic masturbator. Thank you, Richard Donner. I'd like read the other guys, man. Like, read the other ones. Like. Okay, so that's their tributes. Let's do our tribute now. Oh, no, 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 wait, wait. He did, he did put afterwards. Uh, Superman, uh, you made me believe. Oh, right. So he did say something else. Martha. Anyway, so that's their tributes, and something I think we want to do now. Um, and it's something I tell you what it's something a lot of people our age mid 40s would probably love to see and love to hear and it's never going to happen it's never going to happen now it may happen in the future may do a reboot and it'll probably be totally ruined um, but we'll do our little scene from Goonies 2 hey bro how's things been getting on I've heard a little rumour about you three guys that you found some treasure when you were young that's not true. It's me. It's me, Mal. What? <laughs> Look how many things I can put in my mouth now. It's bigger. Come on, Mouse. You've always got something to say. Look, you know, remember that ba- uh, the, uh, the Garbage Patch Kids? You idiot. Look, you remember Foul Mouth Phil from the Garbage Patch Kids? Look, I can fit five bites in my mouth. <laughs> I've heard there's some blueprints and a map of some treasure in a skyscraper. Shut up, kid. You don't want to get into this. Listen it was in the newspapers. What's the matter with you? It's not worth it. But uh, I know you three went on adventures. Look, I can put this in my mouth, too. We can do another one for old time's sake. Yeah, let's do it. It's you our talk. time up here. It's their time down there. But it's our time up here now. NC. That was good. <laughs> so that's probably what Goonies 2 would be like, I'm something glad, like that. I'm glad you picked up the dead energy. Like, so that's good. That straight away. So anyway. I, did, I mean, I said it would be a good idea, too. That turns out I, I've got nothing to give to yeah, them. Yeah, it wasn't. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Brown Bear Comedy Club. Thank you, everyone, so much for coming, everyone. Thank you all for coming this evening. I'm your compere. My name is Stuart Compare, and I'm here tonight just to make sure you all feel at ease with the comedy this evening and uh, relax and have a good time and introduce the acts. And basically, that's what a compare does. Uh, I'm not here to tell jokes, so I can tell you a little bit about myself if you want to know about me, but I won't bother. So without further ado, I'm going to start bringing on the acts uh, one by one. That's how it normally goes. And uh, let's start with our first act of this evening. A lovely young man, and he's new on the scene. His name's Farmer George. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Farmer George. Thank you. Thank you. You're right, ladies. All right, thanks very much. Uh, I'm Farmer George. Um, don't think of me like a cliche like Jeffro because he doesn't live the life. You know, he just puts the accent on and wears the suit. I'm still out there in the fields. Um, so, Farmer George, I've got some jokes I usually do if there's some ladies in the front, but I can see it's it's all gents tonight. But um, I could do some things about your. Chess being utterly amazing. Get what I with that sort of stuff. Um, but anyway, Farmer George, I'm standing in the field all day. You know, that's what I mean. Jeffro, he doesn't live the life. He just talks the talk these days. But I'm out there standing in the field all day. It's quite, you know, 
quite tough on the old legs. Um, so I massage my calves as uh, some form of distraction. Uh, but as I'm finding now with cattle these days, um, the erectile dysfunction is on the rise with um, with bulls. I'm having to do it myself much more these days and take over that role. You know, pull the old bollock from the bag. Uh, my wife was killed. Oh, wait a minute. Eop. Eop. Oh, no, it's not that, is it? Oh, that's it. I West Country. Right. <laughs> oh, yes. The other thing that happened was uh, my wife was killed. Killed by a hot-boiled egg. Um, so I've returned to the stud game, the dating game. That's what I'm doing nowadays. Um, having a propaganda and what's out there and available. I know most farmers are known for being quite conservative, but the scene's different now, and I've understood and adapted. It's much more inclusive, accepting of all persuasions. I mean, I used to be quite reserved, but now I'll have a rare breed. Um, there are lady men, men ladies, and other breeds in between, so it got me thinking. Um, but if there's, like, lady men and men ladies... Like the lady men, if some of them retain their male skills and they drive, they probably drive a Trans Am. Um, but then the ones that still want to go to functions and have their lady skills, they probably have to go down the Trans station. Um, my wife once fucked a scarecrow by moving the carrot. And that's another quite progressive thing. So, thank you very much. My name's Farmer George. Thank you very much. That was Farmer George, ladies and gentlemen. What a wonderful farming joke. That takes us a bit like a bit like watching Country Farm live on stage. So that's absolutely lovely, that Farmer George. Uh, settle down. Everyone got a drink. Excellent. So now we're going to straight into our next act. We, we, you love comedy. We love comedy. That lady's crying her eyes out with laughter there at the front, at the back. There's no ladies. Oh, it's a man. Sorry, sir. Uh, the next act on tonight is Mr. Ricky Innigan. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. Lovely warm welcome for hello, Ricky Innigan. Hello. Hello, you beautiful people. My name's Ricky Innigan. I'm a cockney. I'm a Cockney, I'm from the East End. You might know us, because we're always quadruple busy. Running around, walking, run, run, walking. Quadruple busy. You look autistic. You know us. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so I'm always quadruple busy, because I'm from the East End of London, you know that. Anyway, but, so, I, I was thinking, you know, you, you go to, you're walking down the ice street, and, um, you know, you, you've got the, you ever seen them? The, the, you see the kids out there, the pizza children? You see them all, the pizza children. I used to have another bit about chicken children, but it was, it was a bit racist. So, uh, <laughs> I've, I've got a new bit. It's about the pizza children. You see them out there, all hanging around outside, going, yeah, hello, mate. What's that up in matter with you? <laughs> What's going on, fella? You know, the pizza children. The pizza children. <laughs> no, no. no one, you know, you see them all the time. All right, anyway. But, you know, you know how people like to say, oh, I'm staying in, yeah? In, in, in. <laughs> well, I like to go in, in. I'm not just talking about... down. I'm not just talking about being lazy and like, what, playing your favourite computer game, watching these and doing fuck all, just staring at the soap, the scene and doing fuck all. No, I go in, in. I like to get myself a little little bit of DMT, just like, you know, a bit, a few milligrams, not a little crack pipe. Boom. I'm sat there watching these <laughs> Have a little crackle, a bit of that. Ooh, there you go, in, in. 
Then he goes, right in. Right into the depth of your soul. It's, it's hours pass by, hours. You die. You die and then you're born, you're reborn and you die and then, oh, and fuck me. And then you come out and then you come out and then you have to come out to, after you go in and you've got to come out eventually. Uh, and then, yeah, anyway, so yeah, that's what I like to do. And uh, what's the other bit? Uh, oh, yeah. So my missus, she's, I mean, I'm quite common, but my missus, she's a pikey. And they're, 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 they're different kinds of common. <laughs> So hey Bill, I go around there and I'm like, I'm like, I'm expecting a turkey to come out of the oven and they're fighting, there's a dog. The dog comes out of the oven, it starts biting me in the face and they go, ah, you got to fight the dog now. And I'm like, what? I just want to have a turkey. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I could ask you to leave the stage, please, sir. <laughs> anyway, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be Ricky in again. Can you go off the stage, please? I'm I'll be so Ricky sorry in again. Good night, ladies and gents. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. Things, I did not realise. We were very sorry about that. We won't book him again. We didn't realise what his act was like, ladies and gentlemen. We're sorry about that. Uh, let's just forget we saw him and let's move on to the next act. Uh, he's he's great. He's happy. Uh, we've all been doing so well. Wipe everything you just saw from your mind and please welcome <laughs> Mr. Philip Football. Ladies and gentlemen, Philip Football. I'm coming on, I'm coming on. Philip Football's coming on. You're right, gang? You having a good time? You enjoying watching the football? Me, Philip Football? Did you yes. see the football the other day? Yeah. They asked Casper uh, Schmeichel what it would take to stop football coming home. And he said, Has it ever been home? Ooh. Ooh. The reporter said, yeah, 1966. The reporter said, yeah, 1966. Thank you, sir. And Schmeichel said, that was the World Cup, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, but don't worry, gang. The stats are on England's side. They've never lost a final. <laughs> Do you see Pretty Patel tweeted, come on England quite early in the tournament? I think politicians to tick to politics and keep their noses out of sport. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. The England team are very much belt and braces uh, in this tournament. They always check their laces are tied before they start the match. <laughs> Maybe Velcro straps next year for the World Cup, eh, lads? <laughs> yeah. Uh, in, other, in other sporting news, do you see uh, Boris Becker and John Invalid were criticised for comments about Martin Fuxovich's fiance. Fuxovich? <laughs> I would fuck that bitch. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I bet he does. Her name's Annette, which is appropriate, because he plays tennis. Ooh, hungry. Thirsty more like. Anyway, I'm going home. Yeah. I'm going home. Yeah. Feeling football's going home. Very appropriate. Yeah. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. That's Philip football. He had loads of football jokes, which is quite appropriate because <laughs> there's a lot of football on at the moment. So uh, without further ado, let's bring on our last act of the evening. Uh, so please put your hands together and give a lovely warm welcome to our headline act. He's been on the circuit for, I think it's like five or six years now. I've seen him around. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Barry Backwash. There Barry Backwash. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. My name's Barry Backwash. Uh, funny story about... Well, you might be wondering why I'm called Barry Backwash, so I always like to start with that and just explain why I'm called Barry Backwash. Uh, I went to my brother's... My brother had a barbecue, and uh, he, he was having drinks and that, and he, he's a real ale man. And I said, uh, oh, can I try some of that? Try some of your real ale? And he goes, oh, I've only got one left. I go, no, I love it. Can I have it out of your glass? Yeah, no, yeah, go on then. So like, I picked up the glass and had a twig, and then as I put it down, uh, he noticed some like bits 
floating in the top. And he goes, you've just, he goes, did you just put, do you just, that's just come out of your mouth. And I went, no, that was already in there. We had this little argument for a little while. He goes, you bloody backwashed it. And he started calling me Barry Backwash. Like, and, that, and that sort of name stuck. And ever since then, like, um, through, like family and friends now call me Barry Backwash. But I'm not a backwash. I don't always backwash drinks. It only ever happened once. And it sort of stuck with me. Nice origin story. Then. Got any jokes about it? I yeah, so anyway, it so um, that's the origin story of Barry Backwash. So... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so ever since I did that, people were like, well, that's like, it's got a funny name, so why don't you go and do Headline. some do comedy? So, <laughs> I thought, well, why not? Can't back, which is headlining. I chonked my arm and I thought, well, I'll give it a go. So now you know the name. Um, don't forget it if you see me out. And uh, I've been Barry Backwash. Thank you very much. Good night. Thank you very much. That was Barry Backwash. Absolutely hilarious. An amazing origin story. Let's hope he gets some jokes next time he's on. So that was, ladies and gentlemen, that was the uh, Brown Bear Comedy Club. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you had a lovely time this evening. So don't forget your coats. Please, last time, somebody left a coat last time. So let's just calm it all down. Make it very quiet as you go out because we are in a church. So please make sure you take it easy. So uh, good night, ladies and gentlemen. Goodbye and good night. Excellent. And that was it. Oh, I enjoyed that. So thank you everyone for listening to this week's podcast, episode number 88, 989. Uh, I've been Ben. Au revoir. I've been Gregoire. I'm Johnny Rabina. Uh, see you next week. Bang, bang. The greatest trick the devil ever played was convincing the world he didn't exist. Are we the devil? No, we're four angels, four beautiful angels. So email us oh, at yeah. idlematterly at gmail.com. Thank you, idlematterly at gmail.com. Good night, sweet dreams, sweet dreams, sweet dreams. Have prince. you ever danced with the devil in I'm the just pale moonlight? I'm just going to put a pillow over your face now, so just go to sleep. <laughs> Good night. Bye. Bye.